Welcome to the Hydraulic Press Channel. Today we have this gummy bear army for our press. They are quite small and tasty, but they come in large numbers and they are aiming for world domination. So we must deal with them using my press. Defeating that gummy bear army with my press wasn't that hard. So, is is my press a euphemism? Mm, I wish it was, but I don't know that this specific Swede has that mastery of English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. I don't know. That was a pretty glorious just explosion of gummy bears. Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of the goo that goes everywhere when he does these videos. Not Ooh. that goo, my own goo. It just mm. goes everywhere. Arcing ropes of jism. Let's start the show. Welcome. Alright, welcome back to Drinky Files. We are here again uh, in the, what did we decide to call this, the cage? But yes, the cage. I like it. I like the cage. It's tiny, it's cramped, it's way too hot. The cage works. Cage. I'm Dina. I'm Ryan. And we have a guest, my girlfriend Cora. Say words. This is an audio medium. Oh, I'm Cora. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I love the Hydraulic Press channel. I love the fact that this dude had like a hundred subs before he became a Reddit celebrity, and now he's sitting at almost a million. It's pretty cool. That's uh, it's a couple orders of magnitude. Uh, how many orders of magnitude? How many was he at first? Like a hundred. So that's two one, two, three orders of magnitude? Yeah. Three more zeros? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Math! Wait, that's four orders of magnitude. To a million? Yeah. Is it the number of zeros that you add or the number of decimal points you move? That's the same thing. Then also, how is it so four? Because you're only adding three zeros. Nope, you're adding four. One, two, <clears throat> one, two. You're, I'm, hmm. You're right. So we're dealing with I'm orders wrong. of magnitude, so the easy way to think about this is 100 is 10 to the 2nd, okay. and a million is 10 to the 6th. Alright, that makes sense. That makes sense. I haven't Math. done that kind of shit in a long time. Uh, speaking of doing that kind of shit, you took your finals, didn't you? Yeah. How'd that go? Pretty well. Um, the only class I've heard back on so far is the one I was most worried about, and I passed, and that's all I care about. That is always good news. Um, all three of us had a rough night last night, I think. Yes. That's why two of the people in this room are drinking cheap, shitty wine. Yes. And I'm sitting here drinking whiskey sour. There's a little margarita mix in it, too. Why? I didn't want to tell you until you drink it. Why? Margarita mix actually makes because pretty it, good whiskey sours. I did half of each. Okay, that makes sense. Um... So, yeah, we had rough... Uh, you got very... Uh, very uh, inebriated. Very as did inebriated. We. we got rather inebriated as well. <clears throat> My night ended with me hanging half out of a car door, just throwing up in a jack-in-the-box parking lot. 
I've had those nights. Not the most fun nights. No. When you get to that point. No. I know you've had those nights. <laughs> really? All right. I'm just, I'm aware. Um, no, it's, it, that fucking sucks, dude. Like, you said you smell, okay, you texted me, you said you smelled like vomit and e-juice. Yeah. I was wondering where that came from, the e-juice. How did that, how did that get in there? Yeah, so, a lot of the guys I was with last night also vape. Yes. But they were rocking three milligrams of nicotine in their juice, and I was running six. And so this one particular guy who uh, is a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in a while and asked me to come down and party with him, uh, couldn't get anyone to go buy him cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, Ryan, can I have some of your six milligram juice? I was like, yeah, sure. So I dripped some for him and let him hit it. And apparently... Are they sub-oming or are they three in a, in a regular, like... They're sub-oming. Okay. So apparently when I put the juice back in my back pocket, I didn't screw the cap back on. You you leave caps off of your juice a lot. I remember last time you went to lose, like, you oh, would just yeah. get up and leave, like... and like, your juice is sitting there with the cap off of it. And what happens, because it, it happens to me a lot, until I started kicking myself hard enough, when you leave the lid off and you go to grab it by the lid, mm-hmm. you just throw the juice on the ground. Oh, yeah, I haven't done that. Yeah, well, I, I, I was, like, reaching over and screwing the lid back. But you tend to leave your lid unscrewed. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I have an, an unscrewed lid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that, that makes but sense. But yeah, anyways, it ended up in my pocket unscrewed. And it was fine for most of the night, I think. At least at least I didn't notice it. But, uh... it I just ended up with an ass cheek covered in e-juice. <laughs> oh no! Like that. That uh, was actually the first night I had that bottle. I had to go to my truck and get that brand new bottle out of my truck. Yeah. To drip for this guy. <clears throat> and so, liter- and it was completely empty this morning when I finally saw the aftermath. So yeah, literally an entire bottle, uh, 30, 30, 30 milliliters. How how much are these? Thirties, yeah. Of juice. On, that stuff has the butt. texture of like. I would fuck a hot girl with no legs and the ass with lemon lube. Anyway, um, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's got it. It's kind of thick and viscous, mm-hmm. and uh. But it's thin enough that it gets everywhere. Oh yeah, it, like it just sand. goes everywhere. Like sand. Just like sand. It gets everywhere. Everywhere. Not like you. You're always in one place. Isn't that what Anakin says? Oh. <laughs> oh my god! How did you not look in? Okay. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting episode. I'm out of it. Yeah, dude. Like, I I woke up. What time do we get up? Like, noon? Like, 4.30 and then noon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got up at 4.30 and then we got up at noon. Um, It was... It's terrible. But, first thing I do after I do that, when I wake up all hungover and shit, is... Go to the kitchen, water, like three glasses of water, mm-hmm. and a glass of milk. Yep. I Go back to sleep for at least an hour, you wake up feeling much better. I got up whatever time this morning and drank two bottles of water and had some ibuprofen. And yeah. Went back to sleep. Yeah, I take two ibuprofen, and then, yeah. Um. Anyway, so rough nights all around. What have you been up to recently? Here. Here? I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Ordering pizza. 
Cheap wine. Yeah. Oh, actually, I need to talk about that. What we have now. Um, you two are drinking barefoot, barefoot Moscato. Moscato from yeah. a gas station. Yes. Yeah. The Classy. big bottle. With a K. That's bum wine. It's yep. not Mad Dog. It's not Mad Dog. I wanted. I kind of wanted to get Mad Dog. No. I've never had it. She'd be like, Mad Dog. No. 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 Especially not after last night. If you tried to drink Mad Dog today, you would be just like, and die. Die. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Dog is terrible. I hate it. Um, I've got a whiskey sour. You guys have a uh, barefoot Moscato. I drank one. Well, you still have to make the noise. I love how you just put your glass to your face anyways. <laughs> I need to, I need to, y'all have a routine. I'll need to stick to the routine. Stick to the routine. <laughs> Okay, that is how our routine goes. It is, very much so. How do you like that Sprite? It's easy to drink. Very easy yep. to drink. Um, that's about it. That's about it. Yep. That, uh, it's not fantastic. No, it's no good, but it is very easy to drink. And if you drink a bottle of it, you'll you'll get a little bit fucked up. So. Big bottle. <laughs> the big bottle. A big bottle of it. I'm uh, not going to do that the whole time, I promise. <laughs> That was the. That was probably the. No, last that's one. that's Whoa. the running joke on today's Whoa. episode. Whoa! Whoa! You got a leak. I do. You sprung a leak. Do we have an napkin over there? We have a. There's a paper towel down there. That's a dirty paper towel. Don't use a dirty. Are paper you averse towel. to a dirty paper towel? Yeah. Uh, considering that is coming from the trash can in your office. <laughs> yes. All right, vamp. I'll go get some paper towels. Excellent. <laughs> I should have gone to get the paper towel and Dean could vamp because Dean knows how to use words. We're vamping. We're vamping. You want to try on the thing? Um, it makes you feel pretty. Ooh, I want to feel pretty. Put it on the side though, like a little leak. Like Did you over drip a little bit? Probably. This... I think that's nice, man. I think it looks good. Oh yeah, It matches yeah. your hair too. Hell Does yeah. It? Yeah. yeah. Alright. I'll see you at Coachella, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> just going to be... Slightly racist and offensive the entire episode for our YouTube watchers. YouTube, yeah. Um, that sounds good to me. Uh, Alright, so you've been hanging out here. You're here for like another day, right? And then um, you're going back home. And then I'll be going back a couple days after that for my brother's graduation. And then taking pictures and stuff like that for him. Should be interesting. I made his uh, invitations the other day. I made my brother's oh, yeah? invites, yeah. And they were, they came out really good. Nice. I'm actually not too shitty at that. I used to be. Like, my high school graduation invitations are not great. They're not terrible. They're a little busy mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, whatever. But the ones that I made for Shane actually came out pretty good. <clears throat> um, except my mom wanted me to use blue lettering. I preferred gold. But she was like, use the blue. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll use blue. I preferred gold, damn it. Gold. That happened for like six hours. <laughs> what did? That was, uh, I really like gold. <laughs> Six hours. And then now. Just shy of, maybe. Um, so, I've been up to the exact same things that Cora has, because she's been here okay. for the last week. Um, before that, I went back home and just kind of hung out, did some stuff for Mother's Day, saw Civil War. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? My God. Oh, my God. So good. I need to go see it. It's the best Marvel movie that's ever come that really doesn't surprise me. The Captain America franchise has just been Very a little... Good, right? Yeah, like, a little bit better than all the other ones. The Rousseau brothers know what the <laughs> fuck they're doing. And also, Captain America has kind of a libertarian edge to him this mm-hmm. time, and, and I'm... And it makes sense, the arc for the character... 
<laughs> it makes sense. The arc for the character, it starts out like Patriot Boner and stuff like that in Captain America 1. He's just got a huge hard-on for America. Mm-hmm. And then Well, in... he came out of what was that supposed to be, World War II? Yeah, it was World War II. So, yeah, patriotism was huge. Exactly. He had a big old patriotism boner. And then, uh, at the, yeah, at the, um, at the outset of, 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 uh, Winter Soldier, then, he starts to see, like, the bad side of government and all this other stuff, and he's like, I believe at one point in the movie he says, uh, this isn't freedom, this is fear, mm-hmm. and yep. stuff like that. Um, like, you're, I think he says you're holding a gun to every American citizen's head and calling it security. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, yes! <laughs> yes, they are! <laughs> um, and then, uh... So it makes sense that in this one he would kind of take a more libertarian angle and be like, I'm not going to be the servant of these people who I've already seen they can do some really shitty things. Yep. I'm not going to be the person who serves them because that that's fucked up uh, and a bad idea. So I really thought it made sense, but there was somebody who posted a Slate article about Captain America is the libertarian douchebag now. And it was this pseudo-intellectual third-wave feminist who posts to Slate talking about how uh, how Captain America's libertarianism doesn't make any sense for the character and all this other stuff. And I, like, <laughs> I posted it to Twitter and I was like, oh, look, someone who hasn't read the source material feels like shooting their mouth off about characterization. And it was clear she'd never read the source material. It was redonkulous. Yeah, I uh, I can't remember if I linked it to you or not. I read a, I think it was Verge article the other day <clears throat> by a uh, Japanese American who's all pissed off at a um, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. Did I share that with you? I think so. I can pull it up real quick because it, it wouldn't have been too long ago. Yeah. No, oh, that's wait. no. That's it'll be before that. that. Before that? I think so. Uh, I keep talking about the article. Yeah. So, anyways, she uh, there was another video I sent you, which was a YouTube video where a Japanese guy in Japan went and asked Japanese people mm-hmm. about um, the Ghost in the Shell thing. The yeah, the Ghost in the Shell thing. And he he tried to uh, explain to them what whitewashing was, because that's not a thing that people really talk about. In Japan. In Japan, or yeah. really outside of America. Um, maybe I didn't share that article with you. I don't think you did. You look at it. This is the Verge article that I have from you, Budweiser renaming Beer America, which is which is something we're going to want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so she actually explicitly referenced that video where these Japanese people were like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, anime yeah. is specifically drawn to not look Japanese. It's non. And... It's non-nationalistic. Like mm-hmm. anime and, and manga are very sort of. Um, I guess. I guess uh, 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 race and nation androgynous. Yeah, and so one of the things that the author talks about in this article is how after World War II, Japan started making anime that was based off of a lot of old Disney stuff to appeal to a global audience so they could export it, and that, you know, contributed to the post-World War II economic boom, boom. in Japan well, and stuff. But then she goes I don't on... Know, the most important <coughs> anime to come out of Japan after World War II is Akira. Like, Akira brought anime to the United States and globalized anime more than anything else. I mean, Kimba the White Lion came out before Lion King. I don't really actually know my anime history, which is a thing <laughs> no, I like, should know. The Lion King is stolen from a Japanese cartoon called Kimba the White Lion. Hmm. It's basically Kimba the White Lion plus Hamlet. It's like Kimba the White Lion with a little bit of Hamlet painted on. Okay. And it's, uh, like, it's, and that's, it's probably true that they did start globalizing a little bit just because their nation was globalizing at the time. After, yeah. after World War II, and Akita is actually sort of an interesting sort of a, a pseudo discussion about post-war Japan. Tokyo gets blown up twice. 
Um, like it starts out in Neo Tokyo, that is, which is the Tokyo that was built after Tokyo was destroyed by a character named Akira, mm-hmm. and then a character named Akira comes back at the end and destroys Tokyo again. <laughs> so, like, there's Akira. We were watching that video earlier from Wisecrack. That, that Akira is kind of a discussion about the globalization of of Japanese culture while still trying to maintain and remember Japanese history mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. But and so yeah, that that makes total sense that they would kind of globalize their their especially pop culture mm-hmm. stuff to export. Yeah, like so, they did everything else. So this author, you know, brings that up and then goes on to mention how depressing the interviews in the video are that these people don't have a strong sense of national identity and how uh which is not the case at all. Like, she's extrapolating that bullshit mm-hmm. from people being asked specifically about this anime. Yeah. About this anime and, and about whitewashing, whitewashing, which they have no context for. Yeah. And at the same time, <clears throat> Japanese history, like, like as, far as, as far as I know, Japanese history doesn't have so much a racism aspect as a nationalism aspect. Yeah. Like, it, like they don't like the Chinese not because of any race issue, it's because they're Chinese. Like, it's it's a national thing rather than a racist thing. Yeah. And Japan has been... I hope and I'm not trying to stereotype the, right ja- the Japanese as saying they hate the Chinese. I'm just saying historically, Japan and China don't get along. Yeah, well, historically, Japan has been incredibly xenophobic, too. Yeah, absolutely. But And so she talks about how depressing it is that these people are effectively open to other cultures and don't have a strong sense of national identity. Mm-hmm. And then she does a thing which I consider a cardinal sin, uh, which is she ascribes authorial intent to oh god to Ghost in the Shell and talks about how Ghost in the Shell is actually like a scathing um, uh, not review uh, discussion about how Japan's decreasing xenophobia and decreasing strong nationalistic identity is um is bad and like robbing people of their identity and mm-hmm. stuff and then goes on to talk about how her entire identity as a Japanese American is based around Sailor Moon. Well, apparently, I mean, here's the thing. Ghost in the Shell the movie itself, but also Standalone Complex and pretty much any Ghost in the Shell media doesn't exactly paint Japan in the most in the best light either. Like that like it's there's a lot of it's it's all about political intrigue and corruption. And, and the Japanese government doing awful shit. Which, historically, they've done. Yeah, well, any government. Oh, yeah. And, and so it's like, it's... To say that Ghost in the Shell is like this celebration of Japanese nationalism or an indictment of, uh, of Japan's globalization is fucking bonkers. Like, that's not, that's not the, what's, what I get from Ghost in the Shell at all. Yeah, and I mean... And I love Ghost in the Shell. As a dude who did a, a pretentious, like, alternative reading podcast of anime, <laughs> it's fine for her to be like, this is how this show speaks to me. It's not okay to ascribe authorial yeah. intent. And also, if you're gonna, if you are going to refuse to separate art and artist the way that she does, where she tries to say, this is what the artist meant to say, well, maybe that's what you got from it, but you don't know what the artist meant to say, frankly. And, honestly, we know what the publishers of the manga think about it. They Here said they don't care. The publishers of the manga came out and said that we never saw the major as being cast by a Japanese person anyway. Or cast as a Japanese person anyway. Yeah. So, this is the publishers of the manga. Now, granted, they're probably getting some money from this. Mm-hmm. But, still, like... 
Well, you're if you're if you're gonna say that this is why watching this is terrible, blah 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 blah, blah well, then you should be targeting the publishers of the manga as well, because they came out and said, "Nah, we're cool with ScarJo. We love this." Yeah. Uh, the whole thing just seemed incredibly ill-conceived to me. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my god, they're trying to take away my identity as a Japanese-American. Not as a Japanese, mm -hmm. as a Japanese-American. And uh, I, I just had so many problems with that article. Well, it kind of goes back to sort of the oppression discussion and stuff like that that we had. Which is like, okay, Japanese-Americans were once put into internment camps by the tens of thousands. Mm -hmm. Franklin Delano Roosevelt literally put Japanese-Americans in concentration camps. <laughs> So, if if what you're complaining about as a Japanese-American is the casting of some dumb fictional robot anime, you're probably doing pretty well. Yeah. You're not in a fucking concentration camp, I can tell you that. So, no one's trying to strip away your identity. ScarJo's a bankable actress. Yeah. That's all. That's all it is. And frankly, I'm excited for it because I think this could be the Black Widow movie we're never going to get. I thought Marvel just announced a Black Widow movie. Yeah, for like 2019. And they just pushed back Black Panther so they could make room for Spider-Man. Like, it's a whole fucking thing. I imagine we're never going to get a Black Widow movie. I'm psyched for the uh, Wonder Woman movie. Dude, that looks fucking good. Someone, one? Mm -hmm. Yes, give me Wonder Woman World 1, please. Someone, uh, Chris oh, Pine? The, the overthinking it guys were like, you know, Wonder Woman was one of the best parts of Batman v Superman, and Dude, they were totally yes, right. Absolutely, I think, I think she and Batman. Batman fucking <sighs> You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, he, he kind of did in that movie. Like, <sighs> there were so many times throughout that movie when I was like, God. Damn it, I hate Superman. Kick his ass. And then when they finally get to the Batman versus Superman fight, it wasn't satisfying at all. It was like and I think it, the ending of it That was, was when they like, started making Superman relatable yeah. and like dude needed help and Batman was just being a dick like I'm going to kick your ass and well, they really kind of like as the fight got started and stuff, and they were doing stuff, and I saw, you know, like, connections with comics and that fight and stuff like that, I was like, fuck yes! Fuck yes! Give me all of this! And then the reason it ended kind of cast a pall over the whole fight. Martha? Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> like, that was How do you hard. know that name? There's <laughs> only one person in the world who has that name, damn it. <laughs> How do you know that totally generic middle American name? Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, it's fucking insane. You said my mother's name. You need help? Okay, let's go <laughs> kill Doomsday. I'm not gonna try and murder you anymore because of your mommy's name. Ugh, that was terrible. It was so bad. But to me, that's just weak writing. Like, yeah. the fight scene itself, I was on fucking board. I was like, yes. It was, yes. It was well shot. Yeah. And the special effects were great. Like, and they pulled from looked, the comics in great it ways. It looked good. Yeah. But. Well, they pulled from, like, the, the kryptonite grenade. That has the kryptonite dust. Mm -hmm. That was taken from the Dark Knight Returns when Batman enlists Ollie's help, gives him an arrow that has a kryptonite dust projectile on the end of it. Hmm. Ollie shoots the arrow at Superman. Superman turns, grabs it, and then it goes and hits him with the kryptonite. And they did that exact thing in the movie. It was just yep. a grenade launcher. Yep. And that was so fucking cool. And I was like, yes, yes, all of this. Yeah, Give that... me more of this. And then it was Martha. And I was like, God damn it. Why did you do this when you what? The no, but you were you were Martha? 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 No. Um, it was terrible. It was terrible. That that was that sucked. Um, 
But yeah, Wonder Woman was fucking incredible. Ah, so good. When she shows up and it's like, boom, 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 I was like, yeah! I, I was so excited. Because yeah. we haven't had a good Wonder Woman since probably the 77 TV show. And that was a 70s TV show. Like, that wasn't that great. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, I was excited about it. Oh, that's a lie. Justice League, the cartoon. Fucking great Wonder Woman. Okay. Yeah, I'm wearing over my head now. It's okay. <laughs> I watched all of Justice League and Justice League Unlimited the other day. <laughs> nice. Not the other day, like over the course of about five days. Yeah. It's four seasons of television. No, it was wonderful. It's only 30 minute episodes. Yeah. I watched. 22 minutes. I watched an entire <laughs> anime the other day. Yeah. Like, What'd you watch? Uh. I don't remember the full title, either in English or Japanese, because it's stupid. Um, Konosubarashi, or mm-hmm. Konosuba, okay. uh, which is something like God's gift to this wonderful world, or something. So it is a... It's a parody of the MC gets trapped in an RPG world... Genre. Did we talk about this on the last show? Not on the last show. We talked about this at Lose. Yes, we did. Okay, yeah. But yeah, so our listeners haven't heard. Yeah, okay. I was wondering where we had this conversation. Yeah, okay, so it's the main character trapped in RPG and what? Yeah, so the way it starts off is the main character has this intentionally corny, just god-awful dialogue about how he's a uh, neat, he always stays at home, he never goes out. But, oh, there's a game releasing at midnight tonight, and I have to go pick it up. Shut-in main character has to go do a nerdy thing that launches them into the adventure. Yeah, so he goes out, and so then it cuts to him getting off a bus back in his hometown, and it's daylight, and he's like, oh, five hours round trip. And he's like, I've been up for three days, but this was totally worth it. And then you see a girl walking, he passes a girl who's... uh, walking the opposite direction, and then she walks out into the street, and he looks back, and you see there's a car coming towards her. Okay. And so he drops his package and goes and pushes her out of the way to save her life. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it wasn't a car, it was a tractor. And she was talking with the guy driving the tractor, so she was never in any danger. <laughs> but he had a heart attack from the stress, and peed his pants, and they took him to the hospital where his family and the doctors laughed at him, and he had another heart attack and died. Okay. So it's intentionally setting him up to just be like a a dumb, incompetent piece of shit. Dumb, dumb nerd, basically. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. All right. So then you mentioned when we were at lose, he goes to hell or whatever. No, so he goes to, it's effectively purgatory. Oh, okay. And so he's there, and there's this really, really beautiful goddess sitting in front of him, and she's, like, making fun of him for how he died and everything. She says, well, you can either go to heaven where you'll have no corporeal being and can't masturbate, or I can give you any legendary item you want, and you can be reincarnated in, in this other world where we're having problems with the demon king. Okay, so his... Oh, I'm going to assume he goes with the ladder. Yeah, so he goes with the ladder. Okay. And so she gives him, like, some reference materials, some legendary items he can take, and he's looking over them, and she's just being a bitch, going on, like, hurry up, make up your mind. Like, it's not going to matter. You're incompetent. You're probably not going to do anything anyways. And so he goes, okay, I'll make up my mind. I want to take you with me. And so another goddess comes down from the it's not a ceiling it just goes on forever but all of a sudden she appears and she's coming down she says your quest has been granted and teleports both of them into this other world oh my god and so 
He, but his 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 main motivation for choosing to go to this RPG world, as you described it, was that he would not be able to masturbate in heaven. Yes. That's not heaven, my friend. No, that's not heaven. <laughs> no, and the goddess says, it's not as great as you would think. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so he goes to this RPG world with his goddess, and then, I'm going to take a wild guess, meets another female character. Yes, a couple of them. Um, develops a harem. Uh, of course he does. The catch is, <laughs> they're all fucking crazy. Okay. Isn't that most harem anime? No, no, I guess most harem anime is. They're all, they all have their quirk, and they all want to fuck the dude, and the dude is scared to fuck them. Yeah, he likes all of them, and he's scared to choose. Uh. Because, you know, in most harem animes, MC is a generic character, self, self-insert. He's a generic 16-year-old boy. He's a generic self, yeah, 16-year-old boy. He's a self-insert character. It's supposed to be you living out this fantasy surrounded by all these hot girls, and you're supposed to choose the character. Okay. But no, so he he's not interested in any of them. In fact, he actively tries to talk them out of being in his party all the time. <coughs> and but they're all insane. They're all insane, yeah. So there's the, uh, the Beyond token. just having their quirk, like in most harem anime... They're all just fucking nuts. Yeah, so there's the, the typical l- lolly character who has a bad case of Junibill, her 8th grader syndrome. She wears an eye patch because it's cool. Um, her name is Megumin, which is really ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and so she's, she is the Penguin of Doom. She's the Penguin of Doom. Yeah, <laughs> and she's, she's a mage. She's a mage. She's one of the highest class oh, wait, of Wait, regular lolly, goth lolly? Goth lolly. Now I'm suddenly interested. <laughs> <laughs> she's the she's the highest class of mage, but she only knows one spell. Okay. Explosion. All right. It, because she loves explosion magic, it's the coolest magic. It's the only magic you would ever want yeah. to learn. The catch is, it takes all of her mana, and so she can only cast it once a day, and she immediately collapses and can't move. Oh my god. Uh, their tank is a beautiful blonde rich girl who is a masochist and exhibitionist, and so she's a tank because she wants to be out in front because she wants to get captured and raped by the enemy oh my in God. public. Anime is so fucking weird! <laughs> <laughs> and the goddess character starts off at the highest possible level because she's a goddess, mm-hmm. and she spends all of her skill points just on useless party trick skills, and she's an airhead and incredibly dumb. This sounds wonderful. It's hilarious. It sounds tropey as fuck. Is it is it tropey on purpose or is it tropey in like a deconstructionist way? I think saying deconstructionist is giving a a little little generous. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But it is it is at least ironically tropey. Okay. See, I can get behind that. What I don't like is when anime is just like tropey and fanservicey because that's what it is. Like I don't. Yeah. No. I. I like there to be a little bit of a bite to that because that's not. I've gotten to the point that when I pick up an anime on accident or because I didn't know any better, that is that I just drop it. Like, yeah. It's not even worth There's watching. No, them it's anymore. not fun. It's just dumb. Yeah. It's like this isn't. Uh, Fucking shonen. Anyway, um... Yeah, there was, there's one specific anime recently that I watched, I think, two episodes of, and then dropped. Have you heard of the anime where, uh, the, the main character is actually a girl, and it's told from her perspective, but it's actually kind of about this dude who, um, is, I think he's a mage-type character, but the way that he heals and gets power is by breastfeeding. Not, not act, not his, bre- like, like, he lives with, like, this nun or whatever who, like, 
There's like no, I haven't heard of this. Yes, it exists, and it's like there's the, I I can't remember exactly what it is, but um, he's it, it sort of the target audience I I guess is like dudes who need to be babied a little bit. Okay. Like psychologically. Okay. Like younger dudes who need mm-hmm. to be babied a little bit because this main character is like well will get like badly hurt and so in order to heal and stuff like that he has to like suck a titty. <laughs> and then of course it's fan servicey like, oh, like yeah. big inflated breasts and shit like that. Yeah. Um yeah. That's a thing. Anime. Yeah. <laughs> um <clears throat> Alright. We've gone for about thirty five, so what do you say we take a break? Let's take drinks? a break. Alright. I I've got nothing. This isn't my night. <laughs> I need to be able to cue up the disappointed clip anytime you don't have anything for that. My hands. Have you heard of disappointed? No. We'll talk about it when we come back. Take it away. <laughs> um uh again i'm just using youtube free music now because i don't want to get my ass sued uh i know it's more boring than we used to do but fuck it I, i'm <sighs> there's short breaks anyway um so we were talking about the disappointed video yeah we okay were. um back in the day you remember the old Her- hercules show yeah that xena spun off of yeah okay um, fuck, I meant to type something else. Way to go, Dean. On, on top of it. The story goes, and this may be apocryphal, but Hercules was being filmed, right? And in the script, okay. the, ac- the actor was supposed to say something, like, in parentheses, it was, like, disappointed, right? Mm-hmm. But this is, again, could be apocryphal. This is what ended up happening when he read the script. Wait a minute. This isn't my world. Disappointed! (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. I love that so much. The 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 idea is that it's a disappointment on the script and he's like, Disappointed! So yeah, I just need to be able to cue up the disappointed thing anytime, anytime you don't have something funny to say. I feel like we'd be playing that clip a lot. Well, you know. Half of my jokes are hilarious and half of them fall flat. Well, when they fall flat, we already, we already have a, uh, a thing for that. Let's, let's take a drink, y'all. Uh, we all just got Moscato this time and she made herself a margarita. Real bad. Ah. That was a really bad margarita. <laughs> All right. So, what's the story on this, Bud? Budweiser. Ah, I called you Bud. You had to. Ah. Hey. <laughs> Budweiser is rebranding its name as America until the elections are over. Is that for real? Yeah. Yeah. This is this is for le- legit. Totes, totes, my goats. I, I was gonna say. For, for real, we'll do it. You, you, you're gonna out white girl me anyways. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. 
I'm just going to read this Verge article uh, from the TLDR section, written by Lizzie Plowjik. Looks right. Are we gonna Are we gonna do a dramatic reading of this again, um, like we did last episode? I don't know how dramatic this can be, because it's kind of insane. It can. I mean, the we'll try it. You go first. You take that first <coughs> paragraph there. Let's just get this out of the way quickly, because you're probably not going un- to understand it the first time I say it. Budweiser is renaming its beer America. The beer Budweiser will henceforth be known as America when you gingerly lift a tall boy of Budweiser out of your bodega's fridge. What you'll really be lifting is a tall boy of America. Got it? Budweiser, the king of beers, will now respond only to its new chosen name, America. America, as you may be aware, is also the name of a country. Budweiser doesn't seem to mind this conflation and instead only seems to view its name choice as something of a patriotic duty. The rebranding is a nod to the 2016 presidential race, FASCO design reports, and the cans will reportedly go back to normal after the November election. Tosh Hall, the creative director of the branding firm behind the name change, delivered a really perfect nonsense statement to FASCO. We thought nothing was more iconic than Budweiser, and nothing was more iconic than America. America. I just need, like, background singers that go, America! After every time we say America. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing is more iconic than Budweiser, except, perhaps, America. America. And nothing is more iconic than America. America. Except, perhaps, Budweiser. America. <laughs> <clears throat> I am both sincerely giddy and honestly disturbed by this news. While it's true that I do love spectacle. And I do love to yell, America. America! In a husky voice, every time I crack open a can of Bud. I don't feel like my... I, oh, hello. I don't like my beer. I don't like my beer-fueled patriotism foisted upon me like some red, white, and blue cold sore. <laughs> and while this is delightful to me in the same way that dogs who walk on two legs are delightful to me, that is, completely unaware of their own absurdity, there are definitely some people out there who will respond to this news with entirely straight-faced sen- sentiments like, It's about time someone named their beer after the greatest country in the world. Dear God. Or should I say, Beer God. <laughs> One more thing. Does this mean we can now use the terms Budweiser and America interchangeably? United States of Budweiser? Budweiser's Got Talent. Budweiser Ferreira. Who knows? Throw everything you used to know in the trash and crack open in America. Because this is Budweiser Country Now. This is Budweiser Country Now. I like how you read that. (laughs) In a world where this is Budweiser Country Now. The only thing (laughs) that shows your patriotism is America. America. A tall, cold can of America. America. America! (laughs) Two brothers. Budweiser and America. In a van. (laughs) A Volkswagen van, because this couldn't get too patriotic. (laughs) And they have to fight the aliens. The aliens, also known as lesser countries. (laughs) Aliens, also known as Mexicans. I'm done! I'm done! I'm done! Oh, Jesus. Well, that is just thoroughly insane. 
You know, I agree with the author. There are going to be plenty of people who have straight-faced enthusiasm about this. The pe- You mean the kind of people who drink Budweiser? Yes, the kind of people who drink Budweiser. <laughs> so what we're saying is they know their market and we're the idiots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. No, this is, um... Well, I would call it pandering, except that's usually kind of an ironic sort of use of the word pandering. This is perfect pandering. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is perfect. Like, I wonder what it would take for them to change their name of the com- the name of the company because I'd love America and Joyce's in in <laughs> America endorses Trump as president for Budweiser. The uh <laughs> I, I, what what interests me about this too is the Anheuser Busch logo on this can, and I'm assuming this is press type shots. Mm-hmm. It looks like it. It looks legit. Yeah. Um. I'm the Anheuser Busch logo on this thing is changed with, with U.S. U.S. <laughs> Man, that is fucked up. Especially considering that the American government tried to kill uh the beer industry that was primarily run by German immigrants when they put prohibition into action. Yep. Yeah. No one remembers that now. No. Nobody cares. Nope. No. Nobody wants to look back and say, oh, one of the main motivators for Prohibition was racism against uh, German immigrants, or I guess nationalism, if you can call it that. But we have American beer now. That's patriotic. (laughs) Yes, right. American beer. If by patriotic you mean shitty, I agree. Outside of, like, Shiner. Because Shiner's pretty good. There's a lot of actually really good American beer. It's just all microbreweries and craft breweries. It's all crafty microbrew stuff. Um... Because Shiner is actually pretty popular here. Like, you can go into an Applebee's if you like shitty food, which I've <laughs> had to do, um, <clears throat> and get a Shiner. Or, you know, it, they sell it in a lot of restaurants in Texas, but, like, I, th- it wasn't available when I was in Arizona, and I'm sure, you know, yeah, like, maybe you can find it in Oklahoma, but... Yeah, probably the surroundings. New Mexico, Oklahoma, Louisiana. But then every state has a local beer scene. That's and... true. I, I'm a, I'm, I don't know, I like Shiner, but I really do prefer something that's a little more crafty. Not necessarily, like, unknown, like, I only drink microbrews, because I don't. But, um, especially in the summer, mm-hmm. because my, my beer of choice is Guinness. Mm-hmm. Can't drink that shit in the summer. No. Nope. You can't. It's, nope. it's literally liquid bread. It sits in your stomach like a cinder block. And that's, that's cool in the winter, because it's nice and, it, and it's heavy and it's yep. sort of, and it feels like a winter coat. Yep. But, <laughs> it feels like a winter coat. <laughs> But, um, no, the, uh, it, it, the, I ask for a good draft beer that's good for the summer when I go to a restaurant. That guy, when you asked for, when you asked him what the heat, or something good for meat. No, I, I said, asked him, I said. said heat, but he said, but he thought you said meat. Yeah. And he was like, well, I usually like Guinness. And the other guy was like, well, that's a bad idea. He's like, but I don't want, like, I want something else. And he got a little bit of an attitude. Yeah, he got an attitude he because he, mis- he misheard me. But he really thought, he was like, I need something to go with my meat. Yeah, I, I. I said Maybe I need something that would be good so in the heat. Uh-huh. But he was like, he thought I said something to go in meat or something to go with like, meat. We've got lots like of meat. We've got a lot of meat. Oh my god. I'll show you my meat, asshole. We've got all the meat. Oh, I was going to say earlier, um, 
the we were talking about um the studio that made Fula Cooley? Yeah. Okay. Um did you know that the animators who made Teen Titans were influenced by Fula Cooley like heavily? You know, I can actually see that now mm-hmm. that you say that. When you go back and look at it, like mm-hmm. if you watch Fully Cooley and then you go back and watch Teen Titans, it's like, oh, holy shit. It's like stylistic plagiarism in some areas. Like <laughs> it's fascinating the way they did it. But I think I think that's what makes Teen well, Titans so fucking good though. Wow, what is what is fucking the name of it? Shit. Shit. Uh, shit. Shit shit shit. Shit shit shit. That wouldn't be a strange name for an anime. <laughs> um Shit Yo Booty. Thank yo you. Booty. <laughs> we are that couple on Archer. Yes, exactly the gay couple on Archer. Thank you. <laughs> Short. Um oh, this is not gonna Do I have to vamp for you, bro? Maybe we can find some someone to make fun of. Well, of course you can find someone. I like how you bring up like uh, plagiarism and Gynax because. Uh, oh yeah! By the way, people who are big fans of Bernie, give it up. He's not going to get the super delegates. Nope. Stop. Fucking stop. I understand. I I totally understand your passion for your, for your candidate, but going on to Reddit threads and saying, "Oh, have the super delegates waited? I, I guess I missed the election." Fuck you. Fuck you. He's not going to win. He's him. not going to get it. Throw your weight behind somebody that matters. <coughs> Gary Johnson. Uh, apparently Ruby Rose... Di- okay, Daikon 4. Daikon 3 and 4. Okay. Are, um... Well, I think they did 1 and 2 also, but no one talks about those. Um, <clears throat> are shorts by Gynax. Okay. And in Daikon 4, there is literally a shot of the main character, who is like a, a playboy bunny superhero. All right. Just flying in front of a screen, which is Batman and Superman and Iron Man and Spider-Man and Wonder Woman and, uh, 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 people like that. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, there's a Star Wars sequence where the main character is having a lightsaber duel with Darth Vader while, uh, stormtroopers sit on and watch and just... What are you fucking doing? What are you saying? I wasn't interrupting him, but I was telling you which ones to do. Okay. Well, just point at it. Um, you were saying? Oh, I mean, it was just, like, straight ripped. And so, um, <laughs> something is happening here. She's and I'm mad in the middle at me now. It, literally. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, arguably, all the animation they did is fair use because they did interesting stuff with it. Yeah. But uh, the highest quality version of it we have, and we will ever get, is Laserdisc. Because they didn't license the song. There's no no vocals, no voice acting. It's all background tracks, and they didn't license the song they used in the background track. Oh my god. That's fucking terrible. It was also three dudes in a basement, and it is one of the greatest pieces of... Or 12 dudes in a basement, and it's one of the greatest pieces of animation ever. Yeah, right? That sounds nice. Twelve dudes in the basement. <laughs> Do it with me, cause I don't have enough. We still don't have enough. Well, no, we, there's two in each. <laughs> we, yeah, I could like, if they got really close, I could grab two dicks at a time. Open pot. Asian dicks, right? Yeah, Asian. It'd have okay, to be. Okay, yeah, you got enough hand for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was racist, and I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> no, the, uh, the it's interesting that you say something like because it's super common in comics for panels to get uh like re uh reused. Mm-hmm. Like the there's uh, a thing out there I think it's um a Jean Grey pose or something like that that was just recolored as Domino in like a comic book. Like oh. there it's it's super common for panels to get just 
basically just cut, mm -hmm. recolored, and used. It's not that weird. Which one did you want me to click on? Meteorologist. Who's a meteorologist? It's down, 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 down. down. I don't even know if it's a song. Meteorologist's cocktail dress scandalizes a type. Oh, this looks interesting. Good catch. <laughs> All right. Um, meteorologist cocktail dress scandalizes uptight viewers. Huh? Let's keep reading. Oh, okay. Um, there was no chill in the morning forecast, but that didn't stop one Los Angeles TV station from awkwardly making a female meteorologist cover up with a sweater right in the middle of her weekend weather report. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> this is from HuffPo, by the way, and it is written by uh, Kim Bellware. KTLA meteorologist and reporter Liberty... Liberty? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Liberty Chan was going about her job during the Saturday broadcast when an arm dangling a gray cardigan appeared at the edge of the screen. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? You want me to put this on? Why? Because it's cold, Chan has been asking. Chan was seen asking. We're getting a lot of emails. Set a mail employee <laughs> off screen. <laughs> <laughs> An incredulous Chan took the sweater and joked that she looked like a librarian. Ooh, that's a bit much, though. What? That's not bad. Really? I don't think it is. No, well, that's of course fine. You don't. Women regularly face unnecessary criticism for everything from their voice to their hair and bonehead advice on how to do their job and still look hot. Chan later explained on social media that the very demure black and white pattern rush she had been wearing keyed out on the green screen, meaning its pattern conflicted with projected graphics, so she had to don a backup dress. Uh -huh. Which makes sense. Her backup dress shouldn't look Things can key weird on green screen. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that kind of thing happens all the time. I've had shit oh, so key she's, weird right here. She's saying that the dress she was wearing, which it's is inappropriate, backup. was no. the backup dress. Yeah, that's the backup dress. Her, okay. The dress I thought... she was originally wearing was keying on the green. Okay. And and so it was interfering with the background. I still don't see what's... I don't either. Uh, Chan later explained on social media the... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, then she and her colleagues read some very angry emails viewers sent to the station. Liberty Chan looked like she's... Oh, quote... <laughs> Liberty Chan looked like she stayed out late at a party and came to work in the same dress. Not appropriate for morning weather report. The show's producers should not have allowed her to do do it in a cocktail dress. Ooh, I want to do it in a cocktail dress. <laughs> End quote. One email read, another called the look totally inappropriate. Oh, fuck off. Chan, I'm right. Chan had plenty of defenders on social media who told her she looked fine, while others slammed the complainers for their sexism. Some viewers also noted the double standard in producers asking their reporter to cover up after they previously invited laundry-clad models to the weather report and broadcast. Ha <laughs> ha! In a video Chan and her colleagues posted, she expressed dismay that the focus was on her clothing and not her professional performance. Nobody cares about what I'm saying on the green screen, Chan said. You're a weather per- look, you're a weather person. Nobody gives a shit what you're saying. Nope. Frankly, if we want to see the weather, we open up our phone and we go, boop, and there it is. We don't need you anymore. Boop. <laughs> Uh, Chan later apologized to interviewers who were upset by her outfit, uh, and to the librarians she offended. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. Um, is there a video here of this happening? There's, here we go. Okay. Here's a video. I have to pause it, and I'm gonna make noise. I'm making noise. Oh, shit. I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up consistently. God damn it, this is bad. Okay, there we go. Fixed. Here you are, sir. Hang on, I'm doing a war attack real fast. Oh my god, on the show? God damn it. Oh, we're tangled. God damn it, again. Yeah. We're always getting tangled. Okay, pass it through. There, it's hooked. It's through. Do your attack. I got it. God damn it. Okay, there. Fixed. Alright, here's the video of it.
That works. It's a librarian who's gone to a cocktail party. <laughs> you know what? How about this? She's going to turn it. I'm going to go there. Everyone's got an opinion about your dress this morning. All right. Well, I'm sorry, but the other dress didn't work, so I had to wear something. I, I think I think she played that off pretty well. Nah. I fucked up this war attack. I'm sorry. Um, I think she I think she played that off pretty well. I don't I don't think it um I don't I don't think that was a problem. <sighs> Why do you think that dress was too <clears throat> I just don't think it was appropriate for her to do the news or the weather, I'm sorry, because no one cares she says <laughs> No, it's just I Well it's I don't spaghetti strap. You don't she should dress like a teacher dresses. Teachers don't wear spaghetti straps to work. You clearly didn't go to the same elementary school I did. Actually, did no, mine never did, but no. wait a minute. You were homeschooled. I was going to say that, <laughs> but I didn't want to be that person. <laughs> I, was, I was homeschooled from seventh grade through high school. Okay. I didn't yeah. go to public elementary school. <laughs> that took a second, but I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, all right. Um, actually, somebody got thrown out of a restaurant for throwing fries. Why would you throw fries? Those are well. I mean, maybe the fries were bad. I was gonna say fries are delicious, they but that's like not always fries true. Fries. Ruby. Uh, this is from uh, E News, written by Corinne Heller. Um, Ruby Rose responds after being kicked out of a restaurant for throwing fries. I don't understand why Ruby Rose would be throwing fries. We should find out. Well, I would if my computer would scroll. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just gonna. Ryan, why do you think she was thrown out for throwing? Why do you think she was throwing fries? Not why she knew what she was. Throwing. No, she was thrown out for throwing fries. Clearly. <laughs> um. Okay. I have no idea. Speaking out after getting booted from a restaurant for some inappropriate, she dubbed Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Winner. Winner. On her side. Yep. On her side. Yep. From the get, from the jump, on her side. I don't care what the fuck she was doing with the fries. <laughs> she she made the pun, and now I'm on her side forever. Uh. This is the, this is, by the way, this is the woman who plays the, uh, the super, oh, so attractive lesbian character on Orange is the New Black. The, with the short hair. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. I don't watch that show, because I don't watch shows. I don't like good things or fun. <laughs> <laughs> the 30-year-old Australian Orange is the New Black and Triple X, the return of Xander Cage actress, was kicked out. If you've been on Orange is the New Black as much as she has, I think Triple X, the return of Xander Cage, is a little below your pay grade. <laughs> Um, was kicked out of the Rebellion Bar, an urban kitchen restaurant in New Orleans for throwing french fries at a bartender. Oh, throwing at a bartender, though. That's not good. Friday the 13th, she wrote, my assistant tour manager and myself arrived at an establishment late night. Late, not assistant Please. tour manager, assistant comma tour manager. Arrived at an establishment late night for dinner for my show in New Orleans. We waited 60 minutes for fries and were 90 God minutes for damn. food. Never actually arrived. Holy shit. When I asked about it, the bartender offered his drinks. I explained, I'm sober, but thank you. He then made some really rude and vulgar comments to the table. She wrote, "When someone makes repeated derogatory jokes about the sobriety I work so hard to achieve, it's not—it's hard not to react emotionally." So I threw a singular fry at him, and then he came back as we were getting ready to leave and continued making awful comments. So I continued with the fries. <laughs> Actually, still on her side. Yeah. Um, yeah. The restaurant owner, uh, Sling Hung, is that how you pronounce that? It looks Korean. Uh, it looks—I don't know. I'd say Sung Hong. Sung Hong. Yeah. And I was going to say Chinese. Yeah, it could be. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, Rose had cursed out the bartender and had, like, a tantrum, adding, she was awful, she was a horrible person. She said, he said the bartender, wait, what? 
I'm guessing Stone Kong is a man. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay. He said the bartender initially thought the actress had thrown a fry at him by accident, and that he then asked her if everything was okay, and then she picked up a handful of french fries and threw them at him. Oh, fuck off. He said the bartender then told him fries were being tossed. Hong then asked Rose and her group to leave, and they complied. It was the first time I ever had asked someone to leave, and it was Ruby Rose, he said. Every day I learn new lessons about handling cultural and social ignorance, the actress wrote on Facebook. I'm deeply regretful to the... F- Whoa, I'm deeply regretful to the french fry, and I'm regretful that I reacted at all. Maybe next time I won't throw fries, then again, maybe next time that bartender won't tell someone who is sober to go call your fucking sponsor. Oh. My. God. Ouch. I worked in hospitality for five years, and I have a huge love, respect, and admiration for servers around the world and how hard they work, she added. I also have mad love for New Orleans, and I want to come back a hundred times if you'll have me. Next time, dinner at my place. On her side. Yeah, on her side. Fuck that <laughs> restaurant. Dude, that, if, if the bartender truly was talking like that, which I wouldn't put it past some bartenders to do, not, I knew you were going to look at me like that, not you. Um, I've had contact with douchey bartenders. So have I. I've had some really shitty bartenders. Right? It's terrible. And they're like, they're, they get real shitty about some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe y'all are just assholes. No. So I'm not I saying, don't so. I don't think that. I'm just saying maybe you don't know. Uh... I typically nice uh, douchey bartenders. I, I typically high. know when I'm being an asshole and doing it on purpose. Two generally. points. Mm-hmm. Two points. Am I working for points now? Terrorist points. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. There's a there was a, a thing on Dark Five about how the um there's a uh, start, spot. There's a, a program at the TSA Falls called Spot, mm-hmm. which is where they give people terrorist points uh-huh. for, like, yawning, looking down, coughing, making noise, complaining, things like that. Terrorist points. I don't think terrorists are going to complain. So, TP. TP. Terrorist points. Toilet um, paper. That's so, oh. they're assigning toilet paper. Okay. I was actually going to go an RPG route and say, like, you know, you got your mana, you got your You HP. got your, yeah, your MP, your HP, yeah. and your TP. And your TP, your terrorist points. It still works with toilet paper. I think so. Maybe they're linked somehow. I don't know. I'm not a game designer, but somebody get on that. <laughs> Speaking of, man, um, you said you guys were hanging out at Steven's. What went down? Oh, yeah. We uh, <clears throat> had a few drinks, um, watched some anime, and uh, played played some games. I don't... Oh, what's the title of this game? Accents? Or something? Um, Is that a board game? Really? Is that a board game? Uh, no, I thought it was. Steven told me that this friend of ours is bringing board games. It's a card game, and it's basically basically cards against humanity. Okay. Except instead of black, the cards are gold, so it's gold and white. And instead of just being crass humor, it's, um, the gold cards are an accent... And so judging is based on then whoever draws the gold gold card judges, and okay. everyone goes around in turn you know, reading the- their card in whatever accent. Um, okay. Was, yeah. So like there was Irish and German and French and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but then uh, there was like chicken mm-hmm. and toddler. And, uh, what was the one we skipped? This wasn't the one we skipped. There was pooping. Okay. Um. So you had to read it like you were pooping? Yep. Um, there's a, there's a similar, this reminds me, Rooster Teeth has a card game that's kind of a Cards Against Humanity style game that they're about to release. 
and it's called a uh, million dollars butt. Okay. And it's like, uh, like the cards say, you know, million dollars butt, and then like a, a thing, like a thing that happens. Um, this is an empty page, Rooster Teeth. What the fuck are you doing? Is it just for sponsors or something? Jesus, I don't know. Um, here we go. I'll go to the Kickstarter page. Yeah, I it heard, actually I heard they crowdfunded it and asked for like $10,000 or whatever and got $500,000 the first day. Dude, $754,000 of the $10,000 goal. Yep. Jesus Christ, with so 25 days to go. Okay, so Million Dollars Butt is... Um, they get like trigger cards and then gold rule cards, and so basically, I'll just show. It's it's very cards against humanity esque. You place uh, the the trigger card, black card, million dollars, but anytime you hear a phone ring, and then there's a gold card that you would place to finish that thought, which is the person to your right gives you a rectal exam. So okay. like like you have to make like. The rule cards and the trigger card, and I guess whoever wins is the funniest? I don't know. Sort of Cards Against Humanity, similar to Cards Against Humanity, but it looks interesting to me. I'd be excited about it. Yeah. Of course, it would probably get old as fast as Cards did, as fast as Cards Against Humanity did. Yeah, that's the thing I'm concerned about. But, I don't know. So, vape a little bit, because I'm looking for... Vape? Sure. No, vamp. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I'm, I'm, um, okay. So, this is a list of 12 bizarre anime. Oh, you just, alright. Yeah, I don't want to play the whole thing because it's not my content. <sighs> girls but... und Panzer. First, he spelled it wrong. He spelled Girls und Panzer. It's yes. Girls und Panzer. It's fucking fantastic! It's an alternate reality where girls go to school on <clears throat> ships, and so they have to, like, work and learn skills, and they have roles, but they're also going to school. But also, certain high schools have teams of girls who drive tanks in combat against other teams. Uh, they practice the art of, uh, pan, pan, fuck. You're looking this up for me and I appreciate it. Uh, panzer what? Um, I don't remember. Anyways, like, it's an ancient art. Like, driving tanks is an ancient feminine art. Okay. That these girls continue, and so there's cool stuff, like, with them on the ship and doing school stuff, but, um, there's also these really awesome action sequences where it's just, like, a whole bunch of girls driving tanks. Okay, so, uh, of the many activities high school girls can participate in, one of the most popular is Shinshado, uh, the way of the tank. That's fucking cool. Dude, that anime is so awesome. Uh, the art of operating tanks, which is considered a traditional martial art. Uh, Miho Nishizumi, a girl from a prestigious family of Shinshido practitioners who became traumatized by a past event, transfers to the girls' <coughs> high school to get away from to get away from Shinshido, as she presumed the school was no longer practicing the sport. However, shortly after Miho begins uh, her new life and makes some new friends, the student council announces the revival of Shinshido and coerces Mio, the only student with prior experience, to join. Okay, so that looks fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, it's weird in that ancient martial art of tank driving, and it's female-exclusive, but... But how did this make a list of 12 weird anime when there's fucking Fooly Cooly? Fooly Cooly's on the list. Okay, I feel less bad then. <laughs> and, um... I love Fooly Cooly. Oh, it's so good, but it's so weird. Also weird is in the eye of the beholder. 
No, Fooly Cooly is weird. Agreed, but, you know, so are a lot of cool things. Spider-Man. Twin Tails? Twin Tails is fucking awesome, and also really fucking weird. Um, like Tails, this... the Sonic the Hedgehog character. Yeah? He's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. That one tail, it just spins. It's two tails, and they spin... Is it two tails? Do two... they both yeah, two spin? Tails, and they spin. Spin around like yay. Day. Like yay. Yay. Like they. <laughs> 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 we were talking about the other day. Um, you know that weird Y symbol that's on, on like the ye old stuff? Mm-hmm. That Y that has like the line over the top and the weird head and the weird tail? Which is actually pronounced the, but yeah. Stand in letter for T H. Okay, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> okay, the the one with the breast milk is Quasar of Stigmata. Okay. I said Quasar. It's actually it's Quasar. Quasar. It would be Quasar. Um. Oh, maybe it is Quasar because that's translated. Sekonu. Kuse. Kuse. Okay. Kue 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 Isa Okay. Is an action anime. Uh, is an action manga and anime series authored by. Yeah, I don't want to bother with that. Featuring the art of. I don't want to bother with that either. The series is notable for its violence, fan service, and the use of breast milk as a central plot device. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look at the plot. Let me look at the plot and at the plot. The plot. story chronicles the school lives of don't want to bother and don't want to bother at the Chinese Eastern Orthodox School. Japanese. Eastern You're right, Orthodox Japanese school. Eastern Orthodox School. Saint don't want to bother with an academy where they have endured persecution and isolation from other students led by the daughter of the current dean. Don't want to bother with it. In her sec and her second in command. Don't want to bother with it. <laughs> don't want to bother and don't want to bother. Lives take a drastic turn when they nurse the silver-haired Russian-born Alexander uh, Sasha Nikolovich. Hell. Whoa. Alexander Nikolovich Hell, Sasha. nicknamed Sasha. Yes. Um, back to health upon encountering him unconscious during their home commute one day. Almost immediately, Sasha begins to repay Don't Wanna Bother and Don't Wanna Bother Humanitarianism as he repels their tormentors. However, this does not change Sasha's prologue as a throwaway quasar from the Adepts and that the Adepts have no qualms about making an absolute war zone of the Academy in order to acquire the something or other from Athos, who wishes to keep the Icon's existence a secret from the world. Yeah, Athos up there with uh, Ethos and Pathos, the the three main tenets of storytelling. God damn it. I'm not good at I'm not good at prompter, and this is basically prompter. Prompter, prompt. Anyway, her. prompt you prompter you brought her. Um, I guess technically I brought her. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, the it's fucking um. So apparently it has there's no mention of breast milk outside of the top part of it. That's the only reason I give a shit about this. Anyway, season two was announced. That was in the references. <laughs> Yay. I actually probably should watch this. It seems fucking weird. It does seem really fucking weird. It looks just like, just like a slightly more fan service um, Soul Eater from the right. From the that's the poster. that's what I got from it. Yeah, it looks a little bit like Soul Eater. So yeah, there's that. Damn, I haven't watched it. I probably should have watched it. Yeah. What Batman? You got a problem? Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, I want to talk about the Civil War money actually. Uh. So Civil War is. On track to be one of the highest grossing movies ever, uh, which is awesome, but this also... why Forbes sucks. I know, I know. I they changed it, too. It used to... You could just skip it. I'm not going to turn off Adblocker because you give me this. If your ads were just on the page, I probably wouldn't have Adblocker turned on, but because you blocked your content to show me an ad, I'm going to block it. They actually don't let you to the side if you have Adblocker on. Yeah, it's just continually redirecting us to the welcome page. 
Fuck Forbes. Jesus Christ. What a piece of shit. I know. I'm not even I'm not even going to it. I'm not gonna give them the views. Fuck it. Um I can just go to Box Office Mojo and get the same information. You should have done that first. Yeah. Except that we were just looking for Batman news. Yeah, exactly. Not specifically Civil War. Yeah, I did want to talk about it though, because the the numbers are fucking ridiculous on this show. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you run a website and you block people's access to your website for running an ad blocker or rather, your website functions based on showing a blocking page to display an ad before you can even access the content. Fuck you. I'm going to use Adblocker. Yeah. And if you don't let me onto your website because I'm using Adblocker, because of your stupid obtrusive ads, I just won't go to your fucking site. And you won't get the traffic you would have gotten otherwise. The other thing you can do, which breaks the entire internet, but actually helps in this one specific instance is to run a JavaScript blocker too and block their JavaScript. Yeah. That would would that block the redirect? Yep, that blocks the redirect because that's what I have to do uh, to read the Verge articles now because Verge um, they'll show you the page and then if you're running an ad blocker it will pop up another page telling you, "Hey, disable your ad blocker, you dumb fuck." And so you can either disable your yeah. ad blocker or you can kick them some money. Does the Verge have obtrusive ads though? Not really. Yeah. I generally turn my ad blocker off for sites that I go to that don't have obtrusive ads. Like, if the ads stay in their corner, I will turn off my ad blocker. If your ads pop up and block the content in any way, sorry, you're getting blocked because I'm not fucking... That is not cool. Nope. I came for the content, not for the bullshit you're selling me. And on top of that, though, too, there's a really cool script that you can put on Chrome that clicks every ad, so it confuses Google's whole system and Google has no idea what the fuck you're into. <laughs> because that it clicks every ad. Uh, okay, so worldwide, they've made almost a billion dollars. 940, uh, what, yeah, million. 940 million, goddamn. Orders of magnitude. I'm not Opening down. weekend, $179 million. Number yep. one rank. Uh, a lot, most of it's foreign, as usual. I mean, 645, I wonder how much of it's from China. China's a huge fucking market. Huge dude. market. Uh, oh, also, when they were talking about, uh, back to the whitewashing thing. You know how they cast oh, what's her name? She played, no, it was, it, it's in uh, 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 Doctor Strange. They cast uh, what's her name? She plays kind of an androgynous angel in Constantine. She's sort of an androgynous person generally. I can't remember what her actual name is though. I'll just look up Doctor Strange real quick. Um, anyway, they cast her at, in the role of a, of someone who in the characters is like an ancient Tibetan. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, people are just shouting about whitewashing. Oh my god, why didn't you get a, an Asian actor to play this character, or a Tibetan actor, or whatever, mm -hmm. to play this? You whitewash the character. Okay, numbskulls. If you cast a Tibetan in your blockbuster film, do you want to know how much money you will make in the Chinese market? Zero dollars. Because you will hey, not be allowed in the country. That, it's auto-playing. It is auto-playing. God damn it, IMDb. Um, fuck, I hate auto-play. Uh, Richard yeah. McAdams? No, not Richard McAdams. Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Swinton. Tilda Swinton was cast as the Ancient One, and people are like, Why Washington? You wanna, if you want your movie to play in China, you don't cast a Tibetan. And China is such a huge market nowadays, yep. you can't not play in China. So, all you people shouting whitewashing about Tilda Swinton, suck it! Because you don't know shit. <laughs> they have to make money in China. They can't do it if they have a Tibetan in the leading role. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that's the long and short. And that's what, uh, I, I can remember if it was the producer or the director of the film came out and said. He said, all these people talking about whitewashing, they don't understand. And if you're going to tell me to cast a Tibetan, you obviously don't know how this market works. Yeah, I don't know. 
it's one of those things where it's like, I, I understand whitewashing as an American issue. Mm -hmm. Okay, I get it. America has somewhat of a rate, not somewhat, we have a racist history in this country. And that's a problem. Right? Yep. And that's something that we collectively need to address and get the fuck over, right? Okay, that doesn't apply to the rest of the world, though. We have a very unique history where that's concerned. Just like we were talking about Japan. Mm -hmm. Japan doesn't really have so much a racist history as more of a nationalist type history. So it's one of those things that I don't... That all the whitewashing stuff, especially with regard to Asian characters and trying to break into markets and getting into markets and being allowed to play in certain places, it's complicated, mainly because of China. Yeah. They won't let, China will not have, China would not have let Doctor Strange play if the Ancient One was a Tibetan actor. They just wouldn't. So, that's the business. You got a problem with it? Go talk to China. 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 You take China. I'll take China. You take China. I'll take China. It's China to me. It's all China. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, it, it bothers me. It, there's a lot of, I think, I think there's a lot of uh, faux uh, academic sort of notions about whitewashing and stuff like that, that people think they know a lot of shit about whitewashing and all the effects and shit like that, but really, there are realities to the business, especially of movie making, that you can't ignore when you're casting a movie. And just like, just like we said, Scar Joe's a bankable actress, and anime specifically, again, this is an anime, this is Doctor Strange, by the way, an American product, it's not like Doctor Strange came from Tibet. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel like I have other things to say about this, but I'm not in the frame of mind to <laughs> properly formulate my arguments. I'm with you. It's just one of those things that I can understand a good argument about whitewashing and stuff like that. I totally get it. But there's, I mean, you got to play in China, man. At this point, American films in China make so much money. They make so much money that it's, they're very important to box office reception. China. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those, I don't, I don't. I mean, like, and when you're competing against movies that don't have those kinds of issues, like, everyone's competing against, who has the top spot now? Is it still Avatar? Probably. Everyone's competing against those movies in the top spots. Avatar is one of them, right? Avatar is a movie that doesn't really have a racial prejudice issue. They can play all over the world, and it's fine. No one cares. Mm -hmm. And that's how they can rake in so much dough. But when you're making a movie that has certain racial implications in certain markets... Can't ignore that. Your competition doesn't have that issue. So you gotta make your business decisions the way that you do. And that's okay. But Civil War is another movie that didn't have those issues either. Like, Civil War doesn't have any Asian characters on there. But we are getting a lot more representation of just badass black characters that we've never seen before. Mm -hmm. uh, Falcon, who we saw in Winter Soldier, yep. and in Ant Man, but. Falcon was never in, like, a movie and shit before. He's one of the coolest fucking characters Marvel has, and he is he is a huge character here. Black Panther. I love Black Panther so much. Um, mainly, my first influence, or my first, the first time I saw Black Panther was when he was in the Illuminati in the Marvel canon. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was, like, Black Panther, uh, the Submariner, um, Iron Man, Doctor Strange... Mr. Fantastic, Beast, and maybe one more character were made this collection of geniuses in the Marvel Universe called the Illuminati. Hmm. And they, like, schemed and shit like that. And Black Panther T'Challa was in it. And I was like, oh, yes, he's so fucking cool. Because he is cool. He's a king of a country. Hmm. And a superhero. And a magic user. He's so awesome. Anyway, yeah, they've made almost uh, almost a billion dollars at this point, which is good on them. Because that's a fucking good movie, just generally. It deserves every bit of it. 
They made, what was their opening? Opening weekend. Oh my god. $179 million. Yep. That's incredible. And then also, their production budget was $250 million. Jesus. Even if you double that, which is generally what you want to do on a big budget picture, you double the production budget and you roughly have the marketing budget. Mm -hmm. So, even if you double this, they're still printing money off this movie. Yep. They made a mint. It is amazing. I'm so happy. I'm so happy these movies are successful now. Um... Also, I'm really happy that we seem to be getting, like, good adaptations of anime films as well. Like, I think Ghost of the Shell's probably going to be good. Mm -hmm. I have yet to see ScarJo in anything that wasn't pretty cool. There was the movie where at the end of it she turns into a thumbstick. Stick? Yeah. Lucy. Oh, Lucy. yeah, Lucy. <laughs> at the end of it, it's like, she turns into this nebulous, gooey horseshit, and then just, like, turns into a thumbstick. And I'm like, okay, you're supposed to be this, like, omniscient being now? What happens when USB goes away? <laughs> like, it gets replaced with another standard. <laughs> you're gonna be omniscient and sitting in a drawer dusty, unused. <laughs> I thought that was ridiculous. But, yeah... So Civil War's killing it. Anime's killing it. Pop culture's so cool nowadays. DC's Chinese Superman will be joined by Chinese Batman and Wonder Woman. What? Current Superman is dying, and not only will be replaced by Superman of DC's old continuity, but his powers will be diffused to many other people, including a Chinese Batman. <laughs> okay. I don't understand what the fuck DC's doing. They're relaunching their whole line, and I'm just like, uh... You did that in 2011, why are you doing it again? And also, what? Bless you. Bless you. Uh, Alright. So, yesterday you went and hung out with Chantal, right? Yeah. Um, have you been doing English stuff recently? No. Because she's like, she was one of the people that was in our English group all right? Yeah, but she doesn't really play much anymore either. No one does. Except maybe Steven. Yeah, from our original group, not many people play. There's still a lot of people playing that game. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't talking generally about the, the, the game itself. I actually think... You know what I'm kind of excited for, dude? Hmm. Pokemon Go. Yeah, I really wasn't until I saw the, the beta videos. Yeah. And those actually look kind of interesting. It, it looks like Angris, but Pokemon. Yeah. I thought, though, was there... Did I misread it, or is there an option to play Pokemon Go sedentarily? I don't think so. Okay. Then I must have misread it, because I, I heard there were different ways to play the game. But I can't remember if it was like... Oh, I remember what it was. Like, on your screen, mm -hmm. you can go from, like, AR camera view stuff yep. to, like, a more Pokemon-esque type yeah. view yeah. of what's going on. It looks pretty cool. I might play that. I've never been a Pokemon person, but I might play that. I love Pokemon. Pokemon! Yep. Uh, let me look here. I hope it doesn't autoplay any video. Please don't autoplay any video. I don't want to autoplay video. Have you seen the uh, Assassin's Creed trailer? No, I didn't. I heard it was good. Dude, it looks so freaking good. Game of Thrones! I want to talk about that with you. Yeah? Yeah. We okay. we talked about this for an hour or so at the bar the other day. I know, but I just watched the most recent episode, spoilers, um, for the episode that aired on uh, the... Wow, actually, last week. What is it, the 8th? Does it air on Sunday? Mm -hmm. It sure. is on Sunday? I don't know. I don't watch yeah. the show. I read the books. Okay, so, spoilers for the episode that aired on the 8th of May. Um. Okay, so, we were talking at the bar. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't seen that episode yet. Arya Stark was still blind mm -hmm. after she was taken off the street by the faceless man or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, she just got her sight back. Okay. I don't understand how. Because doesn't she still have a hard-on for vengeance? Like, why would the pool have given her her eyesight back if she still has a hate-on for the people on her list? My understanding was that she's not supposed to care about that anymore so that she can truly become no one. 
and I can't say because the the books and the series are so different mm-hmm. here. Um, in the books, she never got kicked out of that church or whatever. Yeah. Um, she killed the singer from the Night's Watch. Okay. And then uh, they took her sight. But the way they did it is they had to give her a drink every night because it only worked for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And in the so, show, if I remember correctly, it was last season. She drank from the pool. Like, he had her drink from the pool. If she was truly no one, she would be granted some something or other. I don't know. But he had her drink from the well that sits there in the middle of the monastery. And the one then, that kills people? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess the well is conscious and it sometimes kills people, sometimes doesn't. I don't know. But he had her drink from it. And if I remember correctly, this was last season. I haven't seen okay. it all the time. But, like, she drinks from it. And then because she wasn't truly no one, because she was still holding on to, like, all her, basically her identity mm-hmm. from her life, it blinded her. And she got kicked out. Hmm. And then they came and they beat her up with a stick. And then when when they were talking about, uh, no, we're talking about, um, like, he came and he asked her who she was. And she said the girl has no name. And she said that over and over again. And then he took her back. And then they beat her up with a stick some more. And then she, <laughs> she goes up to the pool and she drinks again. And she gets her eyesight back. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. She still has this hate on for the people on her list. Uh-huh. Why is she being given her eyesight back by the pool? If she's still not n- no one. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I, to me, it seems like a continuity error on my part. Unless she truly has let go of all her stuff. That doesn't make any sense, because they were talking about her list just by... Ah, oh, fuck it. I don't even know. Um, okay, so what's the deal with this place that uh, that Daenerys is in? Because um, they just got her there. The place where they take the widows, the widows of the call? I don't know, because the books haven't gotten that far. Really? That it looks like they're probably going to set up to that in the books, um, but they're not that far yet. In the show, uh, she tells she gets captured by this call and his and his mm-hmm. uh, tribe, and then she gets taken back, and she tells him that she's the widow of Call Drago, and they decide not to rape her, and then <laughs> um, and then. Uh, they say, we're going to take you to the place where the Widows of the Call will have to go. And they go in there, and then they're, like, rude people. I don't fucking know. But, like, she's there now. And you're saying the books haven't even gotten there? No, in the books, the books end um, with her and Drogon meeting Kalpono out in the field. Okay. All right. Because in the, in the show, like, the episode one of this season, she goes out to the field with Drogon, and mm-hmm. then... The call comes. <laughs> no. Drogon is a dragon. Like a big dragon. So it's a big dragon. He'd rip her in half. Also, she's his mother. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't see the problem. Um, okay. Um, it would be like if you were the mother of a horse. And then that horse decided... Never mind. So... <laughs> anyway. So... Drogon flew away, she got uh, captured, and then that's how that first episode goes. Hmm. And then the dude that loves her unrequitedly, unrequitedly, though, that she kicked out. Uh, oh, oh. And now he's oh, back. Uh, yeah, old the mercenary. Guy. Yeah. Wait. Fairly old. Not, not like old, grizzled old, but like middle-aged guy. Too old to be liking Daenerys, frankly. Her knight? Yeah. Dude. Sir Jorah? Wait. I can't keep these names straight. It's too, okay, one thing I will say about George R.R. R. Tolkien mm-hmm. 
is that he is more confusing with his naming conventions than J.R.R. Martin ever was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> J.R.R. Martin. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you had, like, the six main characters in the Fellowship and all that. Yeah. But George R.R. R. Tolkien just keeps adding characters, and you never... And it's worse in the books. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, when we were... there was less. Less what? Do you want some? No, thank you. When we were talking at the bar, uh, you were we were talking, and there are so many more characters in the books than in the They kind of condense them down. Mm-hmm. Like... In the books, apparently, the person who's pretending to be Arya, like, yeah. there's a, well, unlike the show, apparently, in the books, there's a person pretending to be Arya. At Which one is point. who actually gets married to Ramsay Bolton, not okay. Sansa. See, they got Sansa out of, uh, out of... The Eerie? King's What's that? Landing? King's Landing. They got Sansa out That's of King's wrong. Landing, and then some shit went down. I can't remember what shit exactly was his last season. And then... He raped her. Ramsay Bolton? Yeah. That was a big deal on the internet. Why does she have to be right? Well, I don't know. Why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> because it, that's Why the internet. To... That's how the internet talks. <laughs> lobster Why have to be right. right. Say lobster like that. Lobster. <laughs> anyway, so why did you make me say lobster? It's, that's my favorite. Anytime somebody does that, lobster is always what you need them to say. Okay. Anyway, so um, she sells, she sells, brother, she shall. Anyway. I, I was doing a great... I discovered I can do a really good uppity uh, New England vacation homeowner voice. Oh, oh yeah. That's <laughs> all he talks in now. We like to summer in Maine. We have another cabin in New Hampshire. With face. You have to talk through your teeth to make it convincing. <laughs> Mow my lawn, boy. Don't fuck my daughter. Okay, you took that from the movie, though. That doesn't count. You stole that. That movie is beautiful. Don't fuck with it. Um, Mid-90s rom-com teen movie called Summer Catch. It's hilarious. Okay. Mm, it's amazing. Um, not another teen movie's better. <laughs> so, in the show, they get her out of King's Landing. Some shit goes down. She ends up getting picked up with the Boltons. Uh, has to marry Ramsey, and he rapes her. And then... Why did he have to rape her? And then, uh, is it, because it's, her character exists to get shit on. We know this by now, right? Man, things go way better for her in the books. Well, we've got a, oh, in, in the show, I mean, like, she's got, we have very strong female characters in, mm-hmm. in Daenerys, mm-hmm. in Cersei to some extent. She gets victimized, but she's not, it doesn't break her. She's a very strong character. We, there are strong female characters all throughout the area, is one of them. All throughout that show, very strong female characters. And I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, none of you people were bitching when What's-His-Face got his dick cut off. That seems that like perfectly rational character development, right? But that that seems like perfectly rational character development for the guy to get his dick cut off. But then when a female character exists to get shit on, it's like, oh, my little, you can't do that. Fuck you. Anyway... <laughs> All characters have issues. Like all the all the characters, char- there are certain characters that just exist to have terrible lives. And in Game of Thrones, really, it's all of them. Yeah. It's just varying degrees of terrible. Yeah. They just killed the king of the Iron Islands, by the way. Which one? The one with the daughter. Okay. The brother comes back and throws him off a bridge. Wait. 
Euron and not Theon, uh, Victarion. Not sure. Again, I don't know names. Or no, it wouldn't be Victarion throwing them off a bridge because he's going to, or in the books, he's going to wed Daenerys. Um, Whoa, be... Daenerys is getting married in the books? The damn. No. Yes, she got married. Hasn't been married since Drogo in, so, the, in the show. Uh, so wrong. I, I'm if I'm remembering correctly. Wanting to watch the series less and less. Well, okay, here's the thing, though. It's a good TV show in its own right. Okay. Like, it, it may not be perfectly true to the source material, but as far as I can tell from most reviews, it's fairly true to characterization and character arcs, regardless of maybe, like, some specific instances that don't come from books and stuff like that, but... It's almost like watching a Marvel movie. Like, hmm. it's, no, this isn't the story, but these are the characters, and that's okay. Okay. You know? So, I mean, it's it's just like that. But, yeah, it, it's it's really it's really a very good show in its own right. Hmm. I did want to ask you about um, about the dude, because I totally forgot these characters existed. The fat dude from the Night's Watch. Oh, yeah, Sam. And the, see, I always want to call him Sam, but I always think it's not Sam, because I think I'm conflating him with Samwise Gamgee. Um, Samuel Tarly basically is Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, exactly, right? So, him and the chick who... Did he knock the chick up, or did she just show up pregnant? Uh, I can't remember. She showed up... The wildling? Pregnant, and so he said that he was going to take her son as his bastard, but then in the books, on the boats, they still fuck. Okay, see, they're on the boats now. They're on the boats? Still? What the fuck? Yeah, like, he left... He left the Night's Watch at the end of last season. To take her away to somewhere safe or something, and then um, they're on the. They just showed back up. I think for the first time this season in this in this most recent episode. It's like episode three. Huh. They just showed back up, and they're on a boat, and they're like, they're on a boat, motherfucker. Don't you ever forget? And uh, so they're going. To, <laughs> I'm and glad she's you made like, that joke because I was about to. <laughs> well, she's like, "Where are you taking me? Who did it?" He's like, "I'm taking you to my home." And my then. Home. Uh, <laughs> And they haven't fucked on the boat yet, but he he was throwing up and stuff on the boat. So where are they in the books then, if they're already off the boats? Uh, they landed, and he started training to be a meister, mm -hmm. and he told um, the way to to be a meister is you'd show up, and you put your name on a list, and then they go through the list and call people, and you go back and interview or whatever. But if you ever want your name to be called, you have to bribe the guy who's doing the list, and Samuel doesn't bribe the guy, so he's sitting there forever and watching people go ahead of him. So a guy comes up and just starts talking to him, asking him questions or whatever. And so Sam tells the guy, I don't even remember what. And so he gets taken under the wing of one of a certain particular uh, meister. Uh, one that we've met, or no? No. Okay. And that's basically where it ends. They like, may it's all choose super... to do one that we've met in the show because there's like every room has a maester, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so like they're yeah, they may choose to do one that we've already met. They might use the one from King's Landing because there's some shit going down in King's Landing now. Where well, there's also some shit going down with the coup in uh, Dorne. Yeah, it's all so different. I need to go watch the series. Was there not a coup in Dorne in the books? No. Well, the the snake lady people. Mm -hmm. uh, overthrew the government of Dorne. They killed the, the acting king or whatever. Or he was the king, right? Or was he the... Uh, kind of-ish. Anyway, they killed him. And, uh, they took his ass out. And then some shit went down. I don't know. They killed the daughter of Cersei and... Marcella. And her brother. Yeah. I keep forgetting his name, too. Tommen. No, the brother. Tommen. 
No, Cersei's brother. Tommen. Jamie. Jamie. Tommen is... Hmm. <laughs> the brother of Joffrey. Um, who's now dead? Yes! Of course now we all want Ramsay Bolton to die. Yep. Uh, and, and he will, I think. Mm-hmm. He'll get his comeuppance. Who do you think is going to sit on the throne? Having finished the books? I mean, the books aren't thus as, far. I mean, the books aren't as done, far as the series. But you're at this done with point. them. Um, probably uh, uh, Daenerys. I'm still looking at Daenerys and John. Yeah, of course. The season is further ahead. The books end with John's death. Okay. Well, in the in the show, John's back, and there's also and a flashback. They were really setting up for that in the books that he was probably going to be. Uh, revived by Melisander, or however you Melisandre. pronounce her name. Um, yeah, she brought him back in the book, in the show. And then, uh, well, what's actually very interesting, and I want to know, because I think this is from the books, like the, the something tower or something like that, there's a flashback that uh, John's brother has. Little brother. Mm-hmm. Ned's youngest. Uh, the youngest would be Rickon. Yes, Rickon. He's in a tree. No, that's Bran. The one with the direwolf power? Yeah, that's Bran. A young, one of the kid brothers is in a tree. Yep. Right. And he's, uh, okay, he's in a tree talking to an old man who's also in a tree. Yep. And they're, like, <laughs> I love watching your reactions to this shit. He's been in the tree for, like, hundreds of years. The, 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 they're down in the root system, and the roots have all grown through him and shit like that. And so, he's there, and he's been in this tree for a long time, and he's trying to help out, uh, rickets, or whatever. And so... <laughs> The dude, it should be, right? Because his legs don't work. Stop. <laughs> I think that, I think George, who the fuck is going on? I think yeah. George and his, uh, I think George R. R. Tolkien fucked up on naming that character. I think Ricketts should have been the name of the kid who it's has no legs that work. And Bran should have been the other one. But, um, Bran or whatever. Uh, so, he's in the tree, he sees a flashback to a tower, and you hear, like, screams coming from the tower, but they're not, like, dying screams, and they're not, like, angry screams. They sound like childbirth screams. And in this flashback, Ned shows up, and the guards on the tower, they fight the guards of the tower, they die. Ned, young Ned, shows up to this tower, hears the screams, and that's the last we see of that tower in that episode. That's not in the books at all. Okay. I'm thinking that John may have Targaryen blood. Hmm. Just based on that. Because he, like, he goes, he goes, he's sitting at the tower, you hear the screams, and I'm thinking this is where Ned finds John. Ned doesn't find John, though. John is his bastard. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, whatever. I, I mean, don't know. They, they, they explained. They, they did uh, kind of introduce us to um, John's mother in the books. Okay. I don't I don't remember that in the show, but it may have been there. It probably, probably would have been like season two or three, right? Like, no. It was late. It was, really? it was book five. Hmm. I don't think we've seen that yet in the show. Hmm. But anyway, there's a tower, and it sounds like childbirth, and I think what's going to happen is that Ned's, or rather, I think John might have some Targaryen blood. I'm, I just ship John and Daenerys, okay? <laughs> God damn it. I mean, so do I, but I don't know. I haven't, haven't seen the series. Should we, uh, should we wrap up? I think we've, we should wrap up. We've gone for a while. I've, I've, this episode I've hasn't admitted. been terribly interesting at I was, all. I, I just admitted that I ship John and Daenerys, so I think we should wrap up. Longest outro ever started now. Who are you? Are we gonna let guest? Does guest want to give away? Yeah, guest. Who, who are, are you? Wait, what do I? Who are like you? Like in the sh- like in the tree show or? Yeah, in the tree show. 
not rickets. What is he? What is she talking about? And I'm not All right. being raped by a horse son. And I'm <laughs> a horse son. I don't. Who are who? Cora. Who, yeah. Okay. Do you have any this social? Be... Do you have any social, like... social media you want to give away? No. All right. Uh, in the tree show. Y'all need to budget, plaster a big fucking something. I thought, when you post this, just put something. I don't, I'm not here. I'm just not fucking here. I thought she was trying to say pre-show for a second. I was like, what do we do in the pre-show? Like, <laughs> Oh, no, I was just rolling with it. I wanted to see where it went. Oh, oh no, okay, no. So, well, she doesn't watch Game of Thrones. We'll read it, though. Or anime. Or yeah, so she's, yeah, she's I'm, not. Half the shit we talked about. I'm sorry. No, I'm just she's not here. getting raped by her son. Okay. Yet. Yet. Y- yet. That's an important distinction. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Um, I'm Ryan. Um, Who are you in in Game of Thrones? Who am I in Game of Thrones? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. Isn't it? Um, All the characters are so shite. I want to be the bastard child. Which one? There's a lot of them. Are any of them black? Maybe. Not yet. I guess not yet, technically. I want to be dragon rapey bastard baby. Dragon rapey bastard baby. Samantha. <laughs> okay, so coming up I mean, in book Samantha. seven, Dragon Rapey Bastard Baby. Samantha. George R. R. Tolkien's newest character, Samantha the Dragon Rapey Bastard Baby. <clears throat> yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll buy it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Who would I be in Game of Thrones? I don't know. I think it's, I think I'm a Sam. You could be a Sam. Yeah. I'm almost exactly a Sam. Actually, like if you consider his arc. Eleven <laughs> <11-sies. laughs> I'm almost exactly the same if you consider his arc. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so who are you then? Tommen. <laughs> I sure hope not. I think you're a Tommen. Am I? Why? He's kind of a 13-year-old cuckold who can't hold on to his kingdom. <laughs> oh. Seriously, I, I think you're probably more of a, uh, um... I might, might say... Oh, shit. I can't remember his name now. He's dead. <laughs> no one can remember the name of Game of Thrones. Ned? No, dead. his kid. Ned's dead. dead. Oh, Ned I, thought, dead. I thought you thought it was the heat meat thing, and it was Ned dead. dead. <laughs> Ned's dead, baby. Ned's dead. <laughs> his son, the, the king, king of the north. Well, the Boltons took over the North. Before like Kanye? That. Yeah, Kanye. Like Kanye. I'm Kanye North. Kanye North! <laughs> Kanye, King of the North. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm Samantha. He can Red be Kanye, King Dragon, of the North. Like, baby rape, baby. Whatever. No, not baby rape. <laughs> Dragon rape, baby. Dragon No, that sounds like... Dragon. I'm the that was my band in high school. The- Dragon rape, baby. <laughs> um, no, who's the character you're thinking of? The the son of Ned. Red one head. of the sons of Got Ned. Got killed in the Red Wedding. Red-headed son of Ned who was going to go marry the person, but didn't go marry the person, and then he was killed at the Red Wedding. And be a Charlie. And the... Charlie? Charlie? That sounds like a Charlie. <laughs> it sounds like a Charlie? Rob Stark. Rob. I was close. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Charlie is basically Rob. Oh, okay. Uh, this is the only thing I, I don't get to know anything else. This is all. <laughs> I tried to watch the show with you not too long, like the other day. I, I, I was like, you want to watch the most recent episode of Game but of Thrones? But I Trons? haven't seen any of it. So Trons. All right. So you're Sam. She's Samantha. That's really close. The dragon. Ooh. And I'm Kanye North. Kanye North. <laughs> like okay. It. 
Okay, well, that was productive. Um, <laughs> who are you really? I'm Ryan. Find me on Elo, Elo.co slash Shadowhawk54. Find me on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter at Shadowhawk54. I did the first time. You did. They're, it's different. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Cheddarhawk Lessons. Hashtag Cheddarhawk Lessons. Is it Cheddarhawk Lessons? It's Cheddarhawk Lessons. Hashtag Cheddarhawk Lessons. That was me last night. That, that was probably still <laughs> me today. Cheddarhawk Lessons was you last night? Mm-hmm. Well, hashtag away. Uh, I'm Dino. I am Dean Weisner. Dino boy. Bud. Hanging down at Dino's. Anyway, so uh, I'm, yeah, I can be found at, uh, at uh, pretty much anything at Dean Weisner. D-A-N-W-A-S-E-N-E-R. Um, Twitter, Google+, Plus, fuck Facebook, uh, LO. I'm Dean Weisner everywhere. I got that branded shit on point. Oh, yes. Fuck yes. You do too. You're Hawk54 and only one of them is Cheddar. You're good. Yeah. You got that branded gang. Yeah. Do you want to be found on the internet? No. No, she is not. Fair enough. Not surprising. Oh, she's being, right now she's being chased by a hitman. So you're just going to tell everybody that shit? Everyone knows you ripped off the mouth. Wait, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Samantha would not do that shit. Oh, wait, no. East Texas. Uh, rum runners. Moonshiners. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're not. It's okay. I am because I have it's moonshiners real. in my family too, so it's okay. They're not in my family. Okay. We're not like blood related to them. Like we're not. Okay. I am like, blood we're related. We're not my like kinfolk. I am. Just, I do have moonshining kinfolk. So kinfolks. 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 That's what you said. Kinfolks. 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 Hashtag Kinfolks. That's mine. I want that one. Okay, you can okay. have that one. Okay, that's yours. Hashtag. Q-Fukes. I'll make a page. I'll make a page on the website that's just titled Cunefukes, and when you click, it's just a big old picture of Cora that redirects <laughs> to the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jerking off 12, 12, <laughs> 12 Asian dicks. All at if once. it's just me, I'm not, can they just all be like together? Yeah, it's just like a bundle, like a bushel. It's it's uh, a bushel of dicks. It's a bushel of dicks. A bushel and a dick. <laughs> You sing that to your daughter. Stop <laughs> it! Like that song, the real one. God. Now that we've established that I'm a shitty parent. <laughs> no, you're just an adult. Um, I'm a shitty parent. Hashtag Cune Dukes. <laughs> Hashtag Cune Dukes. Oh, I like I like the idea of a bushel of dicks. Yeah, it's that's it's a good image, isn't it? Yeah, with like twine around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are they all the same though? Similar. Like it's like wheat. 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 It's like wheat. wheat. It's like when you go through with the scythe and you just cut the wheat. wheat. You just cut we the dicks. You just cut the dicks, <laughs> and they've got just like a rope around them, I'm down. and you just carry a bushel of dicks on your shoulder, Joseph King of Dreams style. You remember that cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, that when they're cutting the wheat the wh- at the beginning of it. <laughs> yes. It's just a bushel. Of, like, it's a bunch of dicks in a field, and then, like, when you cut, they just kind of fall down. They go limp. Oh, do you have to, like, stimulate them and get them up and hard before you cut them? That's, like, a so. lot of work. Well, what you have to do is you They're have to go... are going to cut unevenly if you don't. Yeah, exactly. So what you have to do is you have to go through the field... You've seen like You're a. You're gonna get the tip off of half of them, and then like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Here, they're this. They're, yeah, this is because the they're because they're not all showers. Some of them are growers. So you have to 
you have to like go through with you've seen like the tilling things mm-hmm. on the back of tractors and mm-hmm. stuff except they're like uh like really soft like microfiber brushes okay. and you have to drive through okay. the field that's with this crazy. thing that's all made of microfiber brushes and just kind of hits the dicks I want that but job. softly <laughs> and and the dicks in the field like you can see as you drive through they slowly like they stand as up as you drive they kind of stand up behind you and then you come through behind with the side exactly just like just like you know farm equipment pun and you go through, and you cut down, and you bushel, tie with a rope, uh, put a bow in it, and then you got your bushel of dicks. Do you have to weigh them at the end like little black kids did with the god? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm st- no, my grandma told me that they did that. They would. She was when she was a little girl. She had to weigh the cotton to make sure nobody stole it. So you have to like weigh the dicks to make sure it didn't like slip make sure one no in one's or running off with your with your dicks. You could have a dick pretty easily once it's cut off. Couple. You could just yeah yeah two or three yeah. yeah. Wait. I don't want to hear about your weekend. Can they still get erect after they've been harvested? You're like walking... No, that's why you have to make them erect before you harvest them. Okay, so you're not walking around and all of a sudden, like, a dick gets hard in your pocket coming out at a weird angle. No, but but it's just... As you're trying to steal (laughs) this. Is that a dick in your pocket? Is that a dick in your pocket or are you just happy to see Well, no, what you have is you have... As you're going through with the scythe, you have a big bucket and it's full of wax. Okay. And so when you cut the dicks, you have to dip the dicks in the wax so the blood doesn't run out and that will go flaccid. Okay. This got really gory all of a sudden. I'm not okay with this anymore. (laughs) Castration humor. That's what this show's about. Yes. This show was built on castration humor. Literally built on castration humor. Yeah. Like, this studio, the cage, is supported by, like, thousands of dismembered dicks that we dipped in wax to keep them hard. Yeah. And so it just distributes the load evenly, like when people go and lay on a bed of nails. (laughs) Load. (laughs) Yeah, there's like 12 dicks, but they're all standing straight up, Mm -hmm. and the, the cage just sits on top of them. And it's a little bit miraculous, kind of, when you first look at it, when you do the math on the distribution, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's really weird, because, like, some of them that we got are not quite as large as others, so some of them have, like, wood blocks under them. Yeah. Sugar packets? Yeah, yeah, so it's just Sweet sugar packets. You get sweet and low packets under one of them. It's always sweet and low, too. It is. They never it's never use... the good sugar. Yeah, they always use sweet and low. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want to waste your good sugar holding up a dick, holding up your cage. I guess we're I think you only use podcasting. the best. Well, what you want, you want, what you want is kind of grains that aren't too soft, so it doesn't really collapse under the weight of the dicks, mm-hmm. the dicks on the cage, the cage mm-hmm. on the dicks. Caged it. There's a cage on a dick, on a sugar packet, on a something, on a something, uh, dipped in rubber, uh, wax, at the bottom of the seat. <laughs> they look like the end of the Maker's Mark. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there's just, there's just wax running because of the way we dip them. It's running up the dicks. Exactly, because we carry them upside down after we dip them. Mm-hmm. All right. So the dicks are pointing down. It also helps with drainage. Yeah. So, yeah. It's weird. You get the occasional one where like the the wax strips all the way through the core, and so you have a, a nice red bead at the tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes. If you're if you're really good, you can have like you could put a string in the urethra, and then as the wax drips down over the string, you have like a little dick candle. Yeah, but it they really smell bad when you burn them. They do. They don't last very long either. No, it just <laughs> like you light it, and then it catches, and it's just like ugh. Okay, so 
Field of Dicks, right? Field, I'm field wondering of dicks. if this Field of Dicks has testicles. I was thinking, yeah. Yeah? Well, I think the testicles are the roots. They're under the ground. Well, oh, okay. But wouldn't that help to keep them stable? If all of the if all the dicks are in a little bundle, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want the testicles around it on the outside so they don't fall over? Yeah, oh, but so they don't cut, shift. Yeah, that makes sense. That so that we're going to have to flip them then. We can't have a, the way you were thinking where they are upside down. Like, we're going to have to flip them over. So that, what like, sucks the... is when, what the re- the worst part of it, though, is like, you what know sucks. how when you, you know how you have to feather a chicken? Mm-hmm. You have to de-pube the dicks. Uh, I don't you. think that you should have to do, I, that's not uh, Yeah, you should have to deep. someone should have to de-pube the dicks. Yeah, well, it's just like feathering a chicken. You know, you pull out the feathers mm-hmm. of the chicken. I think you have to, you know, you have to de-pube the dicks when you harvest them. Just burn them off. All right, but now, now the way that we've harvested dicks doesn't work if the balls are you can't go through and scythe, and scythe away dicks with the you have to you have to like so grab, you have to go you have to grab it hand. at the base and like, like with carrots mm. yeah like with carrots yeah yeah like like a potato or a carrot like you have to go through and you have to pull up the dick wait mm. why don't we just use potatoes and carrots and not chop everybody's dicks off well there's no people attached to these dicks oh I thought no, the whole time I thought dicks. that we just had people just people buried just... underground yeah and, and we just ripping their dicks <laughs> off <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that one more. <laughs> no, I, I just assumed that you plant a dick seed, and it grows into want, a oh. beautiful, yeah. blossoming... Maybe you just plant the testicle, and then it grows into a dick. Just one testicle? So, like, does it grow another testicle? Is that how they reproduce? Like, one testicle becomes two, and they grow the, After, yeah, they grow the yeah. dick. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. That's why we're cutting the... No, the, the, the secondary testicle will grow off the end of the dick. And that's why they're all kind of limp. So when you have to go through it to get this, we're harvesting the dick, not for the dick, but for the testicle that grows on the end of it, so we can plant more dicks. I don't like Wait, that. Wait, so there's one ball at the base, and then a dick, and then a ball at the tip? Yeah. I don't so like... So it's tipping balls? It's tipping balls. I don't balls. like tipping balls. That's fucking weird. Well, it's it's, it's just... It's no, but that's off. good, because then the when you turn it, it'll be flat on the other side. You don't have to worry about... That's not bad. It's hanging off by something that looks like an optic. You Could also, it be a tree you instead? You also now have a functioning penis barbell. Holy shit. Genius. Work out. We're in the me. wrong market. We are. We're in the wrong... We need so, to change so from dick harvesting to... To, to Dick Sports Equipment. You know that store that Wait, that's already a store. <laughs> Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> you got there. You got there. You got there. Yeah. But yeah, so you know, you're going you're to get some natural variation in weight with dicks. Alright, yeah. so you've got your lighter weights, but then... Alright, so you do like what they do with dogs. You cut the ball sack on either end and take the balls out. Okay. And put lead balls in. Okay. And so that's how you increase yeah. the weight. Wouldn't they eventually like sag yeah, too much? Just give away, like yeah, you would have just like you'd be holding just like a flaccid thing. That, that's when it becomes a weapon, I guess. Shake away. Oh, you're yeah. holding like this flaccid thing with these lead balls hanging off the end. It becomes like a mace that you can just kind of like a weird backwards nunchuck yeah. with a with a yeah a flail at the end. You can just wallop somebody with it. I like that idea. What I'm more excited about though is you ever seen a cabbage patch or or a lettuce lettuce field? You just have like heads of lettuce in a row. <laughs> I think that's what our tit field is going to look like, where we just There's grow tit tits. Field too. Do you just chop those suckers off? Too? Yeah. What do you use those for? Uh, earmuffs. Um, yeah. Well, earmuffs. I was just going to say masturbation, but yeah, we can use them for earmuffs, I guess. Earmuffs. What else can you? Titties are very Balls, useful. Like cereal. Oh yeah. Ah, cereal. Uh, you have to hold it though, unless you take off the nipple. Depending on what kind, I mean, maybe. Maybe maybe the nipple. You can just off sand center. it down. If you use whole milk, it might be too thick to run through. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, Santa, they just plug it with wax. <laughs> We've already got the wax for the dick field. Yeah. So we just plug it just with wax. Just use, like, the leftover then... wax? Yeah. Okay. I don't... I, I like that we're plug, not wasting anything. The plug yeah. needs to be removable, though, so you eat your cereal, and then you pull the plug, and you just kind of... <gasps> yeah! <laughs> we did it! You hold it up, you hold it up here, you tilt your face at a weird angle... And you just like suck, you just suck on, on the tit, tit bowl. Uh, yeah, and you get all your cereal. You get milk. all your cereal milk. Oh out. my god, yes! And then it heals you. That's better. <laughs> you get your power back. That's better than the bowls that had straws that ran down to the bottom. A problem with those was that you don't you can't have to... clean the straw properly. You can't. You could clean the. Yeah. You just pop that little sucker and get in there. With yeah. The bowl. Well, you also. Well, you they also have the bottle have brushes, the nipple brushes that go on the ends, like that. Clean. You could use that. Just use a pipe cleaner. Get yeah, pipe. Let's just, just go into the bottom. Just kind of, and there you go. Okay, well, kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a type of thing. Um, uh, anyway, the, the bowls with the straws that go down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. You always had to tip that bowl because the straw came to the side and mm-hmm. didn't actually come to the bottom necessarily, so you could drink the cereal. Do you know what, he was. Do you know what we're talking about? No. I had him at home. I had it at home. home. He doesn't know. We'll show you later. The bowl with the straw? I never know. saw any of those. Really? Yeah. All right. All right. So we've got we've got our field of dicks okay. and tits. Yeah. What are we going to do with our vagina trees? Sell them as plums. Okay. <laughs> that one was easy. That's <laughs> I think we got it. I think we got it. We have We have an entire market just waiting for us. Genitalia agriculture. Yes. I like it. Instead of genitalia, genitalia agriculture. It's all Yeah, you just run run the A's together. Yeah, run the A's together. That was... <laughs> Gen- geniculture. Gen- geniculture? Geniculture. Gen- genitulture? Genitulture. Uh, Jenna the vulture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad that at the hour and 20 minute mark, we finally hit our stride. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Oh, Jesus. You got to listen to this whole episode if you want to have any fun. <laughs> No, the, uh, okay, so, also, show title, I think. Um, Jenna the Vulture. Strep throat blowjobs. Strep throat blowjobs. I didn't even bring that up. Damn it. Yeah, we were already in the longest outro ever. I think this is the longest of the longest outros ever. (laughs) I think we ended the outro, and now we're just post-show bullshit. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, Shatterhawk 54, Shatter, 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 Shatterhawk 54. Shatterhawk 54 is, (laughs) Cheddarhawk54, Shadowhawk54, I'm Dean Weisner everywhere. Uh, you don't want to give away any information she doesn't about exist. yourself. You Luddite. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and that's been the show for today. Thank you for listening to our name bullshit. Uh, d- 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 donate. D- donate. Donate. To the show. At Patreon. Patreon.com slash DrinkyFiles. That'd be nice of you. That would be good. I would enjoy that. Um, maybe we could, you know, not be spending all our money on liquor um, for the show. Because I didn't even drink that much. I didn't even drink that much. <laughs> <sighs> this is... You could use all the proceeds for the dick farm. Yeah, yeah we're going we're gonna to have to get some Because you're going to have to get... Yeah, you need to set that shit up, too. Well, what we need to do is we need to go back to the olden days, and each of us needs to have, like, 12 kids. Maybe nine survive, but that's 18 hands. Yeah, that's... <laughs> What? It's 18 hands on the dick farm. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to, well, as they're growing, you have to milk your dicks. We could use them to, that's dick 18 milk. hands to get, for the titty bowls. For the titty bowls? Yeah. This is just getting better, but it's going to end soon, though.
It's going to go bad really quick. We lost. Here's the problem. The whole show was so inane up to about the hour and 20 minute mark. Just cut it and just have a 20 minute show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. And just make sure you tell, like, hey guys, everything fucking sucks. We, we come in at the but beginning. Here's this. We, we come in at the beginning like this. This is how you start the show, right here okay, with me setting be this quiet. up. We're going to do it because I might just edit it this way. <laughs> okay. All right. Talk to the camera, too. So, we are an hour. No, we're two hours into the show right now. Yeah. And we're just starting. We recorded. An hour and a half of complete inane bullshit that no one wants to hear. Yeah. And then I gave Dean a good tug, and we kicked into gear. Released the stress. Got it all out. I think it was all. You still have a little bit of on your chin. Shit. Thanks, babe. So, this show is probably going to be a little shorter than most shows. Yeah. I'm talking with my hands. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Twelve, twelve, twelve. Twelve, oh right. Hey, right twelve right. dicks. I have to joke Perfect. off. Twelve. They don't know about that Wait yet. a minute, no. They don't know. This is a callback to a joke we haven't made yet because we're editing the fuck. God damn it. All right, so it turns out this whole, whole show has been Enmedius Race. <laughs> You're going to be dropped into the middle of the show, and then we're going to play the end of the show and the beginning of the show. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how, so we're sorry it's short, um, but you don't want to hear the whole show. You don't. Uh, I mean, I'll pose the whole show, but that'll be when I post the beginning of the show. And that's gonna be. Uh, oh wait, so we are gonna post the whole show. So they're gonna have to. They're gonna get this beautiful intro. Yeah. And then they're gonna have to put up with two an hour and a half of inane bullshit. No, no, no. What I'll do is I'll I'll put the I'll post this and then I'll do our regular intro and like a little bit of our first segment, you know, because that wasn't too bad. And then we'll jump right to this, the good bit. Okay. And then I'm with you. And then I'm with you. We'll take the rest of the show. The bullshit. Just tack that shit on the end. Okay. So you're still getting the inane bullshit. Yeah. But you're, you're getting gonna it get out of it. But they can stop be, it. Okay. You'll know when you can quit. I'll put a tag on the thing, a time code that says, look, just don't even, just click away. It'll be long enough into the video that it'll count as a view, though. Yeah. I like this compromise. It's, it's good. We, we're, we're learning how to do this show thing. Um, I think <laughs> if we have to edit the whole show and mix everything <laughs> up, we're doing the opposite of, of a good show, but okay. Well. Okay. I mean, editing is part of putting together a good show. I didn't say we were going to be any good live. Okay, yeah, when, makes sense. When we do, Dino and Ryan jerk each other off live on stage for the school, for the freshmen, um, mm-hmm. this coming fall. We do that That's on Chatterbait gonna... every weekend, though. You're right. We do have a little more experience with that, so it'll be kind of yeah. the same. It's but... like every weekend on Chatterbait, it's me and Ryan just sitting here just like jerking each other off. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm over here, and he's over there, and we're just jerking each other off. You're new to the whole jerking each other off uh, thing. Yeah, right? uh, whatever. I'm just here. I'm, <laughs> here for, I'm here for the cheap wine and the rape jokes. <laughs> all right, so that's our intro. Well, that's our intro. Yeah, that's our intro. Fantastic. And it's also the end of the show. Yeah. But don't so, say that because then they'll think it's over. No, I have to say that because then the end of the show is the beginning of the show. Yeah, so congratulations. The show is ending. You have a wonderful show ahead of you. <laughs> Every new beginning is another new beginning's end. Ooh, that, was, that was nice. But what about the middle? There's, there's no, the middle. There's no middle. middle. There's no middle? There's no middle. I was hoping it was going to be cream-filled. Who was the band that made that song? Was it Third Eye Blind? In the, in the- <gasps> yes! Yes, I'm sorry. I really love that song. Yes, it was. 
Every new beginning is another new beginning's end. That's not the lyric. Every but you new have to say it like that. That's what you were saying, some though. other beginning's end. That was awful. I like the other one. Yeah, I like, I, I like that your sounds version. Like better. So we're better songwriters than Third, Third Eye, Eye Chumbo Wumbo Peppers. That's not a really big accomplishment, though. Third Eye Chumbo Wumbo Peppers. I don't know the name of the band. But to me, they sound like a mix of Third Eye Blind, Chumbo Wumba, and Chili Peppers. Yeah. That one? Chumbo Wumba? What Wumba? are you talking about? 500, 500 miles That was not Chumbo. That was the B-52s. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Chumbo Wumba? <laughs> Chumbo Wumba was, I get knocked down. That's the same song. Oh. No, it's not. Piss nope. in the night away. I'm sorry. Oh. Wow. This... Push the button. Yeah, push yeah. push the button. Every new beginning is some other beginning's end, and this is the end of the beginning of the show that you're about to watch. Later. Dino Ned is a podcast network that brings you the listener donation-supported podcast. These shows are supported exclusively by their creator and their listeners. There are no ads on this network. That means the podcast you listen to is the product, not you. And remember, Dino Net is always looking for great shows to join in our movement. If you've got a podcast or you want to start a podcast and you feel like you would fit well with our family, come on, send us an email at deanwnet at gmail.com. Dot com.